610. Oh boy, I hope you're not traveling. Mm. You're looking for an excuse not to go. Show number 342. No, what am I talking about? Show 1494. 342 days till the election next year. Now you're up to date on your countdowns and count ups. We got to check the weather right away. Who's standing by, gentlemen? Who's he? Who's who's going to be up? Tim McGill will be available at 620. He does a live report right now. All right. Tim McGill will join us shortly, and we'll give you an update. If you're going through O'Hare or Midway, and i got to tell you, I'm pretty sure those are your two airports. Hmm? I think you're right. <laughs> 25 years in, uh, and Migs went away. That's it. That's all you got. So uh, even if the weather's okay here or sloppy here, doesn't mean it doesn't suck around the rest of the country. And uh, just be advised. Be advised, check your local listings, and know that if you're planning on going somewhere today, it's going to be a long day in all likelihood. We also have Ryan Burrow out at uh, O'Hare Airport this morning. Where's he going? Oh, no, no, no. Oh. He's he's sending us updates from O'Hare, so we will be getting uh, we will be checking in with him throughout the morning. All I would tell you is, if you're frustrated, and you have every right to be frustrated in the course of the day, don't yell at a desk agent. Don't yell at a gate agent. They're just doing their job. They're operating with the amount of information they have. And, um, you know, uh, yell, you, you know, do what everybody else does. Yell at your family. No, don't yell at your family. Uh, just uh, the nicer you can be to folks in, in stressful times, the better. That's the only advice I have. Have a good resting face, too. If you're in line and you want to talk to the gay, gay agent, don't look real angry. Just be pleasant. You know, it's funny you say that because I don't have that. Uh, it's been pointed out to me many times throughout my life. Why, what, what's the matter? There's nothing wrong. This is my face. And uh, yesterday, um, a woman started to get in the elevator with her uh, adult son, and she sort of paused. And I said, no, no, I, I get that a lot with my face. You're welcome. It's a public elevator. So I know what you're saying. You've got the glare, huh, Steve? I've never really noticed that on you. But that's interesting. I don't think it's yeah. the glare. It's just hard to tell. What mood I'm in? Yeah. It's just kind of And you of assume a, bad. Yeah, so women have a name for that, the RBF. Now, yeah, the resting do men, bitch face. Yeah. Do men have a name the for The resting that? Steve face. <laughs> You are slightly terrifying when you walk in in the morning. You you do you do that. You know what I'm talking about? Gee, he's got that. He look. moses. Yeah. You know, part of it too is you can't tell whether he's awake or asleep. Oh, I'm not awake till at least noon. <laughs> no I question. mean, his eyes. I mean, the awake. The this really, is as open as these eyes get. I know the really alert, bushy-eyed face is the same as the sleeping face. Yeah, there's no question. Um, oh, we're out of time to criticize me. I'm sorry. <laughs> we love you. Uh, this is G's last day until she comes back and does her own show. For those of you not uh, familiar with that deal, we'll uh, explain that to you. And my friend Mark Carmen is getting married on Saturday. Am I? And sadly, my friend, I, I apologize publicly to you as I have privately. My, I'm, one, of my, one of my aunts uh, passed away a few days ago after a long battle. And uh, the memorial service is Saturday, so i got to go to New York. I would much rather be at your wedding, and so would she much rather have me at your wedding. I- um but I just, I'm sorry, I can't be there. I greatly appreciate all that, Steve. Condolences to your family. And uh, there will be a video, and I know you'll watch the whole thing. There's no question. Yeah, and I'll send notes. <laughs> now for some more news. Ready? Welcome to the Top 6 of 6. What? On the Steve Cochran Show. That is great radio. This is your first look at what people, animals, and assorted fruits and vegetables <laughs> will be talking about today. <laughs> Top 6 at 6, sponsored by Mark Carmen's Wedding, and uh, Tim McGill is standing by 
at Channel 9. This could be the top six items right here, or maybe less. Are we okay, Timmy? Are we okay? We will survive. Is there going to be a morning after? I hope so. There's got to be a morning after. Oh, this sounds familiar. <laughs> All right, so if people are flying out of O'Hare or Midway, what sort of troubles are they going to have with the rest of the country having issues? Well, it's yeah, it's not so much, I think, flying out of here. I mean, the winds could cause an issue here, but I think it's going to be where you're going to. Uh, right now, I'm looking at the major airports. Not a whole lot of delays except Minneapolis. I think there's a ground stoppage right now. They're getting hit with some heavy snows, gusty winds. Uh, if you're traveling north into northern Wisconsin, the north winds are going to get about 6 inches to 10 inches of snow. Another foot could come down over the weekend, so that area is going to be pretty hazardous to tra- travel to today. And then out west, uh, that places that might start to see some delays is out across parts of California. They've got a major storm system pushing ashore there. Uh, snow in the higher elevations, Sierra Nevada mountain range and Oregon, the Cascades, heavy snow. But right now, I'm looking at the board and not seeing a whole lot of red or yellows. I'm seeing a lot of greens at the moment. But if you're flying west, especially out towards Salt Lake City, uh, north uh, in the north woods, the UP, uh, those are going to be your travel trouble spots today for sure. And leaving here with the 30, 40 mile an hour winds yeah. uh, after 12? or earlier than that? Uh, we're going to see the winds, I think, strongest today, late morning through midday into the afternoon. I'm already seeing gusts up to around 55 miles per hour at Midway. I just wow. saw one in the last hour. So we're going to see gusts pretty common like that, I think, uh, during especially the early part of the afternoon. So the, the actual wind warning starts at 9 and goes until 6. So I anticipate right in the middle part of that period we're going to see the strongest winds. But they'll be pretty steady, 25 to 35, 40 during the course of the whole day. So what's the challenge for driving, say, if you're headed east? Uh, just put your hands on the wheels and hold on tight. <laughs> Keep your eyes open. What about driving to northern Wisconsin, which is what I'm supposed y- y- to do? You know, yeah, if, there's if, a, that's a I think I might miss it, though, because I'm leaving afternoon. So, Yeah, it'll wind down later today up there, but right now it's coming down hard right. up towards Rhinelander, Wausau, uh, Hayward, that area. It's a foot of snow. That's where I'm going. A foot of snow is flurries in northern Wisconsin. Hey, we can yeah. take it. Yeah, they just get a scraper out, and then they're just got to have somebody plow the driveway. I hope. <laughs> I like the idea of moving a foot of snow with a scraper, but you know they could do it. But they if you're traveling it. south or east, you're not going to have many problems today. It's north and west. So we're, I mean, we're, we dodged a bullet here. We're in pretty good shape overall. Yeah, but we just have the winds, which you know I don't want to diminish that because we could see some power outages out there with those strong winds. So that's going to cause some issues for high profile vehicles, that kind of thing. But uh, but yeah, it could have been a lot worse. I'd rather have the wind, I think, than a foot of snow. Yeah. Amen. All right. Can we check back with you later? Absolutely. Thank you, bud. Okay, bye. That is uh, Tim McGill from the uh, Weather Center, the Tom Skilling Weather Center at Channel 9. Now, you're in the Tom Skilling Weather Center. You know what you're talking about. Not just anybody That's gets to go in there. No doubt. I was at Channel 9 the other day. I walked in there. Security threw me out. I mean, physically threw me out into the parking lot. That's what happens when you go to the Dave Ennett press box at Ryan Field, yeah, too. same thing. Don't get close. We continue with the top six. Uh, convicted former Chicago police officer Jason Van Dyke is no longer in federal custody. He has been moved to a state prison outside of Illinois. Uh, Illinois Department of Corrections spokesman Lindsey Hess said IDOC still claims jurisdiction. He is serving a seven-year prison sentence after a second-degree murder conviction for the death of Laquan McDonald. No specific idea on why he was moved, whether he is no longer in great danger. Or possibly he still is, because we don't know details on the facility he's being moved to. Uh, next, millions of customers, millions of consumers say they have a claim against Fairlife Milk over alleged cow abuse at an Indiana farm. Eight lawsuits from around the country came together in a Chicago federal courtroom yesterday seeking potential class action status. Uh, the lawsuits are being consolidated into a single consumer fraud case against Fairlife, a Chicago company, Coca-Cola and the dairy co-op that owns Fair Oaks. The Indiana Dairy Farm, where the abuse uh, allegedly took place and was captured by animal welfare groups on video and released in June. Next! 
Next summer, the Cleve Carney Museum of Art and the McKinnock Arts Center will host the newest exhibition on acclaimed Mexican artist Frida Kahlo. Is Frida Kahlo the one with the one eyebrow? The uh, eyebrow? Yes. Yep. Yeah, okay. Is uh, the Mona Lisa the one that's at the Louvre? <laughs> yes, the one that uh, looks like it's always watching you. She also looks like she has one eyebrow. The dogs playing pool, my only valuable piece of art? <laughs> yes. They don't have eyebrows. Uh, they don't at all. No. Uh, anyway, that exhibit includes 26 original works by Frida Kahlo on loan from the Museo Dolores Olmedo. Huh? Uh, Mexico City. May get the largest collection of Frida Kahlo's work to be displayed here in, well, about 40 years. And since Tim uh, sucked up a good portion of the time, our final item is Mark Carmen's wedding. Great. The wedding is Saturday. Um, Chelsea, I'm sure, is uh, going a little crazy now, as any bride would. I don't mean in a bad way. Picture a column, Steve. I'm not saying in a bad way. Um, but are you guys still uh, in the same living space? We are. Last night was a little bit rough. She was in the living room. I was in the bedroom. I was emphasizing, I have to get ready for the Steve Cochran show, and mm-hmm. I can't have any Which more. Which I'm sure is a number one priority for her. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not really worried about the toasted ravioli right now. Let's, you know, one more email sure? to the wedding planner. You guys can get that done. And How much of your day is consumed with talk of the wedding right I, now? I, I do my best week. to avoid it, Steve, but when, when in the presence of Chelsea, it would be, I'd say, 96.3%. Does she have someone as a backup here to help her out? That yeah, she she's can... got many backups. Okay. Is she upset that you're working so much close to the uh, wedding date? You're going to work all week. You're going to be exhausted. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. I, 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 I... Are you working Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and uh, Friday? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think it's kind Friday? Of, it's good for you. You mm-hmm. keep your mind keeps, off keeps of it. Keeps me busy, Steve. You know? out of the house. Keeps me, it keeps me occupied. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm not thinking of you. On Friday, I'm oh, you thinking... you think about Chelsea? Yeah, on Friday, I'm I, thinking she I, needs to know that you're not working. She needs to have one less thing to worry about. Well, I'm only working in the morning. uh, He's unavailable to help with all the last-minute things that come up. So we have the rehearsal dinner on Friday night. I'm going to get a nice nap after after sitting in. Pete McMurray's hosting. I'm going to do the sports, and we're going to take a nap, and we're going to be there. Did you write the vows yet? No, 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 no. He told us yesterday he didn't write the vows yet. I can help you with this. Dude, really? Oh, yeah. Let's do it, Steve. I'm a very romantic guy. You want to do it on air? Not necessarily, but... (laughs) We had a lot of suggestions yesterday. Uh, yeah. Did you take vows suggestions? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, we did. And what uh, exactly came in number one? Anything? There was one meatloaf song, <laughs> lyrics from a meatloaf song. That was the best. How about it's easy to smile yeah, when but, life's worthwhile? Yeah, that's what I was going It was with. Will You Love Me Forever. <laughs> Will You Love Me Forever. <laughs> well, I don't, uh, you know, uh, most everybody goes with lyrics to songs. I don't think you need that. I think you need an original Carmen I'll be there for you when you're down. I'll be there for... No. no I'll, don't be, do I'll, I'll be there for you. These five words, I swear to you. Something original. Right. Just so, don't say the, something like... You're the most magical thing I've ever experienced. Don't say thing. Can you sing? No. Oh. Well, I mean, maybe. Sing a little song. If, um, if, if you do this right, my friend. Yeah. I've told you before, I'm the big brother you never asked for. <laughs> uh, but if you do this right... You will show your sense of humor and your undying, endless love for your wife-to-be. That's a lot, Steve. No, I can help you with this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I feel guilty enough about not making the wedding, so I probably should just write it anyway. Your your departure caused a whole formation change. Is that right? Uh, yes. It are we was, going with the power eye? What mean, are we, we doing? We, we, just, we, were, we were in the shotgun, and now... Yeah. I mean, Is we, that why I just got my invite? Right, right. Well, yeah, you had I had to, to switch cancel. tables. Oh, boy. That's it, pain it, in the neck. I had to cancel another event this week, which was uh, difficult, so... Um, 
you know, and, and honestly, the, the the aunt that passed, nobody would feel worse about it than she did. Aww. Not that she could have timed it. We're so sorry. We no, are. I appreciate that. You. Thank you. She was sick for a long time. And that's not easy for the family and stuff, but, uh, yeah, you know. Our condolences. Out of pain and all that, you know. Uh, but anyway, I'm sorry I caused some problems. And Martin Short is your wedding planner? Yes. Uh, <laughs> Steve, Steve, I'd like to actually apologize back to you on that. Uh, you should have been our wedding, uh, not the wedding planner, you should have been our uh, yeah. our MC plus uh, also our uh, official. Well, I don't Good want you to think that's why I'm not going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would be awkward if I had to leave and I was actually doing the wedding. Yeah, that's... Ooh. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, listen, uh, Carms, I want to make it easier for you. So this will probably only come up about every 15 minutes Thanks. between now and Thanks, 10. Steve. At 627, let's get that update on uh, businesses uh, that are supporting the show. <laughs> One of the, what's the worst lead into a commercial break I've ever heard. We're back after this. All right, uh, bear with me on the redundancy of the weather talk this morning, but uh, obviously in the busiest travel day of the year, if not the busiest, it's top three. Uh, we want to keep you up to date. As Tim McGill told us a few minutes ago, it looks fairly good for us. That's about as promising as it could be. High wind gusts will continue and get worse a little later today. But unless you're traveling uh, north to Minneapolis or to Salt Lake City, uh, those type of routes, uh, you're probably okay. And driving, as long as you're not driving in those general directions towards the Rockies and, and, and towards northern Wisconsin, where exactly where Mary Vanderbilt's going, uh, you should be okay. So I, I think the timing is going to work out. I'm optimistic for you. Yeah. All right. Joining us now from the PPG Paints Green Room, the great Steve Burness from the Better Business Bureau. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. How Happy are Thanksgiving. You? Happy Thanksgiving to you. Let's jump in. Uh, this is the time of year where horrible people take advantage of, in particular, elderly folks, but exactly. in general, any of us that they can. Exactly. What's Black, the big go-to? Well, Black Friday is terrible because actually, you know, this year is estimated $12 billion will be spent by consumers. So the scammers go where the money's at, and that's the problem. They try any which way to separate you from your money. And we're seeing that already. And the compl- it's been a Black Friday month, basically. You've seen the sales going New stuff? On. New stuff going on. Um, but basically what we're seeing is a lot of fake organizations online. So they're basically you know, saying they have these great deals and just need your credit card number. And consumers are just... But there's an easy way to identify this. Exactly. And that is in the address line for the Earl. What do people look for? Well, they should make sure it's HTTPS and okay. the company's name itself. But never follow a link. So if somebody sends you an email or somebody sends you a Facebook posting you never follow it because you can go to a, a third party site you don't even know where you're going because uh, some people even don't. if it's a place you shop all the time well, because they should be they, they could be setting you up with you know a fake exactly. bit of that right saw, we've seen some where they change one character in the line so you've got to be very careful uh, especially on posts i suggest the better business bureau suggests rather you go directly to the site that you know and trust uh if you see an ad or Go to the site itself and make sure it's a, a, a legitimate offer. How, how does Amazon avoid this? Amazon has some problems with their, their information, obviously, um, but they have a lot of counter, some counterfeit products as well. But again, it's you got to know who you're buying from. I mean, they have guarantees and they'll take care of it. Uh, we're seeing the more problems on the smaller sites where they kind of steer you to, and we're seeing a big problem. You know, uh, uh, they filed suit these uh, celebrities on the fake endorsements online. Uh, you know, uh, oh, where you put up George Clooney's face and yeah, say exactly. he endorses Ellen's this. Ellen generous, you know, filed against a hundred people, and we're seeing a big scams on that. So when you see these great offers, even the Shark Tank, where they say they endorse these products, they don't. 
So consumers are not doing their due diligence. And that's probably my biggest frustration, Steve. Like I said, years and years I've been there, is that people check after or when it's too late and there's nothing we can do. The money's gone. Well, let's talk about the basics. You teach us this anytime you're in. And those the basics are pretty basic. It's like the HTTPS right, exactly. thing. But it's also, don't click on the link, as you said. And right. also... Nobody's calling you right. um, to give you the greatest deal you've ever heard of and asking for your credit card number or your social security information over the phone. Nobody right. does it. Nobody does that. And actually, in 30 minutes rules applies. So if somebody wants you to do something immediately within 30 minutes, that is the tip-off to the rip-off. The only thing you should buy in 30 minutes is a pizza, and that's it. Right. Everything else is a scam. They tell you that ComEd, they're gonna, uh, it's ComEd, they're going to you know, shut your power off. They call businesses, uh, you know, people's gas, they're going to shut well, your gas off. Preying on fear is the, the exactly. go-to. Exactly. They want immediate decisions. So when they, these offers and these sales, they want don't want you to think about it. They don't want you to look around. You know, usually after Christmas, the consumers come to us to complain, saying, "Well, oh, I, I bought this supposedly on a doorbuster sale, and it's cheaper now than it ever was." So it was no doorbusters. But consumers go out without a plan. The you know the stores want you to buy impulse. They want you. They don't want you to think about it. No, they no, want no, you of to course spend not. your money. Right. If you don't know the product, how much it's worth. Or do your homework ahead of time. That's where they get take advantage of you. All right. So if you're smart, you're not going to click on a link. You're going to go and type the address in for the store that you want to go to. Right. You're not going to save your passwords. Nope. You're going to put your passwords in. It's an extra step, and it can be a pain if you're doing all your shopping online. But it's better than losing a bunch of money. It is. In the long run, it takes a long time to lose money. But identity theft is a big problem, too, because when you go to these fake sites, they ask you for information, your credit card information. They take your identity, and they, they steal it, and they start using your credit card. So you got to be very careful about it. There's coupons. We've seen that already. All right, so Let's, hang on that. Let's do that sure. when we come back. More with Steve Burnus coming up, and if you guys want to jump in with a text question, 312-981-7200. Mark Carmen wants to know about fake weddings. Uh, G wants to know about whether or not I'm trying to get her off the show, and she knows I love her, and I don't want her to leave. <laughs> All right, back with Steve Burnus from the Better Business Bureau. Uh, website for you guys is? BBB.org. Before you buy or hire, BBB it. Now, we know a lot of people uh, who work retail in the greater Chicago area, and obviously all over, all over the country are seeing less people walk in because more people are online. Face to face stuff we need to be concerned about? Face to face is obviously dealing with anybody you don't know and going to organizations without doing your due diligence or checking on. There's great businesses out there, as you said, there's great retailers, but unfortunately, there's, there's ones out there that really try to take advantage of the situation, especially in the Black Friday shopping season. One of them is refunds and exchanges. Nobody asked that question. In the state of Illinois, it's a privilege, not a right. So you have to ask ahead of time. They can change the policy anytime they want, they got to let you know. A lot of them are changing to exchanges only. So if you buy an ugly tie, you have no choice, but you got to buy another ugly tie because they won't give any money back. So It's uh, it's um, um, fine if they give you credit for the store. It's right. their rule. They get it's to make rules. it rules. They get to make it. But they have to have the rule. They have to let you know. But nobody asked the question, Steve. And that's the problem. You ask too late. And if trying. you go in afterwards and say, I didn't know that, you really don't have any rights to claim. Don't have any rights. No, yeah. you have to follow their policies. Uh, let's go to Craig. Good question here from Craig and McHenry. Go ahead, sir. It's not so much a question, it's a solution that I've found. Uh, most banks, including mine, offer a free checking account, which comes with a debit credit card. Mm-hmm. When I make my online purchases, once I've decided what I want to buy, and I've done my research, whether it's one of the big companies like Amazon or Walmart or whoever, I will use this card. I will go to the checkout. I'll see exactly how much money I need. I will open a new window on my browser transfer the money into that card, and I will use that card to make the purchase. I never keep more than $5 extra in the account to keep it open, and even if they hack it, 
that's all they're going to get that fine. Well, out. I mean, that's super disciplined, but, you know, you, and I respect you for that, Craig, but as you know, most people won't go to that level of getting it done. No, I don't disagree with you. You should. That's a, that's a solution. That is a solution as well, but I prefer consumers use credit cards if they have it because you have a better protection. If your credit, if your debit card is stolen, it's your money you got to fight for and get it back. If they clear your account out, which happens, it can take you two, three months to get your money back, and you can't that, pay your bills. That I mean, that's happened. why Craig's solution works, but it works. I, it, it's that's an extreme. individual solution, but he's right. He's, that just happened to me when somebody from the Home Depot in California right. charged 2000 some dollars um, on my debit card, and it's not the same as a credit card. It's not the same. Mm-hmm. You have better protection on a credit card because it's a bank's money. You're just getting the bank's card, and that's probably the best thing. Just before the break, we talked about fake coupons. Fake coupons is happening. You see it on social media. It's, oh, try this great coupon. Kohl's had a problem last year with it. So we're seeing resurgence of smaller ones where you get this amount of money off, go to the store, and then you go there and you try to use the coupon, and you can't use it. It's a fake coupon, but then you're there and you, you, you don't want to return all their merchandise back or get out of line. So unfortunately, they're duping people into coming to their store. So if you get a great, great coupon on the Internet, it's probably too good to be true. It usually is call the retailer or look online. Read the fine print. What happens if you can't see the fine print? It, don't buy it because if the big print giveth the little print taketh away <laughs> and that's what happens as consumers then get home they look at it oh my goodness i couldn't believe i just did but that steve do you really read the fine print for everything there's so there's much so long I, no, no, sometimes i have don't. a lawyer that lives with me and i just have <laughs> you, need you would lawyer. need one you need a pocket lawyer yeah, to read all lawyer. the a pocket fine lawyer. Yeah. yeah most fine of you most of them are not that detailed when you're buying and you know it's the advertisement really saying look at the fine print you know what what changes the advertisement because the big print say great sale then you look at the back only two available you know between 12 and 1231 <laughs> you know so um ask for gift receipts obviously yeah. um but also ask about the return policy which you just suggested what else but basically is doing the you know i can't stress enough is not following those links as we mentioned about is really you know you dealing with websites you know and trust and that's the most important thing and then having that safety feature antivirus on your computers on active and updated so many times people buy that antivirus and they just don't do anything with it if you get steered to a bad site they can put the spam and malware on your computer and lock your computer up or take advantage of it you know delete some of the stuff and hold it hostage we had a police station in the south suburbs pay the, had to pay, had to pay the ransom to yeah, the spam crazy. so it does happen so this antivirus is so important but don't click any attachments if it comes from a friend you know great deal look at this offer don't do it call the friend first and say did you send me some most likely they didn't and never click on a link the uh, bbb arbitration program yeah, it's an arbitration program we have. First, we go through the complaint process, and it's mediation first. If needed, we have arbitration, where we have an arbitrator decide the case for the consumer. And, and does this have to be if you have a, a, a vendor that has been poorly rated in the past, it or you'll take on anything? We'll case. take on anything. We actually handle lemon laws for 26 <coughs> car manufacturers. Arbitration is a great way to solve issues. But consumers, if they would just check with the BBB first, that is the most important advice I can give your 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 lawyer listeners today. Is because they there call a charge after. if we try to check in Not with at you all. guys first? Not at all. It's a, there's other sites besides the BBB. I'm not just saying it's us, but please do your homework ahead of time. You know, some another way of putting the information in the company's information and put the word spam next to it or scam and then put it in, in Google search engine and see what comes up. But come to the BBB. We've got so much information on, on businesses, and this is information that consumers have told us. So we rate companies from A plus to F. But we're also a referral agency, and most consumers don't know that, is that if you need a plumber, if you need a waterproofer, if you need an automobile, we can get, send you to accredited businesses, companies that we know and trust and give them the seal of approval. There's a price for convenience. 
Um, a texter makes the point, cash is still king. Cash is still king. Um, but walking around with cash that you have is one thing. Walking around without cash that you don't don't have, it's you're going to the cracker. Basically. you know, We always say use your credit card if at all possible. Even if you have cash in your pocket, we strongly suggest you use your credit card. Your protection is there, and they, they will look into the matter credit card companies and, and take th- those matters up for you. A little deep for some folks, but there's a thing called a VPN, a virtual private network, which you're grandson or granddaughter can show you right um but uh does it help it helps a little bit but again people you can't have this false sense of security even if you're in the https you still can get hacked you still can get violated in some way in those sites so again be on your guard be vigilant check out those companies ahead of time just don't click on links and that's the important thing and is amazon safe to leave your password stored to them of course i mean you can leave you know password stored it's up to you if you want to take that chance again yes they are safe but there's gonna but be there's a chance there's a chance it can be hacked. What about with all the traveling that you're doing and the free Wi-Fi that you get on as you're traveling? Yeah, never go on free Wi-Fi. I I can't strongly say that because you don't know if it's somebody in a van that pulls up and puts the name of the hotel on that. You know, I I have my Wi-Fi and my car is a goofy name, but you can do that too. I can put it the hotel's name. I can do anything, pull up to a hotel and people think, hey, I'm going on the the Wi-Fi. So if you are going to an establishment, go up to them directly. If you're at a hotel, go to the hotel and say, what is your Wi-Fi? And give me your password. Those are safe. It's when you just go onto the free ones and mm-hmm. or what about the airport. Now be careful on those. It'd be very strong. well anywhere where crowds gather, right? Exactly. Starbucks to O'Hare. Yeah, you don't know who's got that uh, that uh, that computer next. Yeah, to you. And look, it, we we readily admit it sucks to live like this. Right. It sucks to be in a position where you got to worry about it. But right. you got to worry about it. Yeah, it's, it's not just a matter part of, of life. life. It's a matter of when you'll be hacked. I've been hacked. The attorney, previous Attorney General Lisa Madigan, she was a victim. Like My idea was stolen. Right. It happens. G's idea was stolen. You can't yeah. stop it. I don't even have that much money. They can steal. It turned out G stole my ID. Yeah, yeah that's I did. right. I yeah. needed some money. So. <laughs> at Home Depot, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, any wedding uh, concerns between now and Saturday for Mark Herman? Uh, there's three things. There's three uh, rings of matrimony: the engagement wing, the wedding wing, and the suffering. So. And by the way, his wife wrote no. that. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> She's sleeping. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> right. Otherwise, it's gonna be a long trip home. Exactly. Uh, thank you, my friend. Uh, oh, one last question about the BBC or BBB. BBC. <laughs> the BBB <laughs> website. We can talk about BBC. See you next time. Sure. Um, the, the, if I have a question about a business, go to bbbchicago.org? bbb.org gets you to the main site, and you can go through Quick location. Quick location okay. where you go to. And then on the search bar, type in the business name I'm, I'm interested in right. uh, checking out. Right. And what if you guys don't rate the business? But we'll look into it for them, too. So we will develop a report on it. We rate about you know 150,000 businesses in northern Illinois, but we also do $4 million across the uh, North America. We will develop a report. We have reports on most of the active ones, but again, consumers need to come to us first, but also we're a referral agency. So call us when you need somebody, you have somebody you know you can trust, like a locksmith, whatever it may be. We and, can. And, and look, I know how easy Amazon is. I spend my money there too, but it is so, uh, um, so much safer to go into a store to get something in exchange for the money you're giving in the store. Right. Um, you know, and it's good for good for all of us. If and you don't support forget, Saturday's a shop local Saturday, small business Saturday. So go. for those businesses that really are being hurt, harmed by these large businesses. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Check your turkey for fraud. Coach Fitz will join us in just a second. Uh, Vivian, being a Cracker Jack top flight producer, uh, she is, uh, gave me a list of 247 turkey facts that I'll get to coming up as well. Gobble, gobble. Yeah, yeah, because it's important stuff. I mean, you need to know this stuff. Coach Fitz from your Northwestern Wildcats. It's Illinois week. How you feeling? I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving. And to you, has the cooking started yet? 
I can take zero credit for any of that. That's all on Stacey. So uh, I've got a car. I've got a carving roll, uh, and eat as much stuffing as I can out of the bird. So. Um, I go yeah, and I, I and listen. I, I'm older than you. I go with a completely different thing, and I'd recommend this to you at some point. Go into the kitchen as soon as things start. Break something. You'll be ordered to leave and just go watch more football. Yeah, no, I got to help out. I gotta, oh, I stop it! You do yeah, enough. No. Yeah, no, I don't do enough. Trust me. Uh, Join us over here on the on the lazy side. Uh, Mark Carmen's here for uh, Mr. Cat this morning. Carmen, say hi to the coach. Fitz, good morning. I, I was watching uh, Andrew Marty in his press conference, and I loved one of his answers, Fitzy. They asked him about, hey, when Hunter Johnson transferred here, did you think about leaving? And his answer was, uh, it's not about the four years, it's about the 40 years. Look around. So here's a kid that continued to bet on himself and you know hope to get on the field, but also was thinking about his future at the same time, which I think is a large part about being a Wildcat. Yeah, no question, and it's great to talk to you, buddy. And um, I'm really disappointed in Mr. Cat not able to wake up and call in from Fort Myers. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so we'll, we'll we'll take that up next year in the opener, without a doubt. Uh, but um, yeah, I'm really proud of him. You know, I think he really stepped up. He played, uh, you know, I think a solid game for his first real experience. Um, and he, I think, if he just continues to work, he's got an opportunity to get better. Uh, I got got to ask some interesting questions at my press conference, and one of them was, why didn't you play him earlier? Well, uh, trust me. (laughs) Had we (laughs) We known. uh, uh, Yeah, you know, and he talked about that, too. He did not come out of camp. He did not have a good training camp. As a matter of fact, last week he didn't have a great week of practice. So he had a, he had a solid day yesterday. Hopefully he'll put together another great day today and and be ready to go. But what I love about him is, is like you just said, Mark, I mean, his compete, his his passion. Um, you know, he, he went out and played his heart out, and uh, Saturday's going to be important. You play your rival. Uh, they're having, uh, you know, a year that got it themselves to the postseason, and, and obviously this is uh, our postseason game for us. So our guys will be stoked up and excited to play on Saturday. Yeah, fans think because records may not be where you want them to be that there's no reason to go out there and kill yourself, but that's the only way you can coach. Well, you know, fan is short for fanatic, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's uh, it, at times I have to I, I got to get my warm fuzzies and give out some hugs. You know, <laughs> last year I was giving out party hugs after all the wins. This year I'm giving out sympathy hugs. So uh, I like the party hugs a lot better, and, and look forward to getting back to that. And you know, sometime around three thirty, four o'clock, whatever time it is, we get off the field. We're we're on to the twenty twenty season and back to being undefeated. But before now and then, we want to beat our rival. We want to send our seniors out the right way and, and keep the land of Lincoln Trophy in Evanston, where we believe it belongs. And it's been four straight years, and, and we want to make it five. And uh, our guys are going to be uh, be down there ready to play. I mean, we've got great respect for the University of Illinois. I've got a ton of respect for Coach Smith. We've known each other for a long time. But you throw records out in rivalry weeks. And I go back to when I was at Sandberg, and Richards was our rival back then. And, you know, a ton of respect for that crew and those games were wars. And, and I expect none, nothing less uh, on Saturday. And a big crowd, we hope, as well. Carm's last word. Oh, last word. I'm sorry, uh, Joe was in my ear there real quick. My last word here, Coach. Andrew Marty was asked about playing baseball, too. I just love this part, too. I want to circle back to it. He said, you you throw 90 miles an hour. He looked at the report. He said, 92. <laughs> 92, they buddy. Call, they, they call him number two. Huh? All right, great. I hope he just throws uh, to, to the Wildcats on Saturday. So right, throw to the right guys. It doesn't matter how fast it is. Hey, Coach, hey. happy Thanksgiving. 
Hey, so thankful for our partnership and uh, so thankful for your friendship and all of our great Wildcat fans. I'm incredibly thankful for your amazing support. Travel safe. Happy Thanksgiving. Go Cats and beat the Illini. There you go. And uh, also, our friend Dave Ennett did call in and volunteer to join us. Of course, he's super tight on time. And Mr. Cat's going to be talking all day Saturday. I want him to rest his vocal cords. He's got a big game tonight. Shortly here, the president will call. Would you like help with your vows for real? Sure, Steve. I would never turn down help. Gee, I don't know if he's being serious. Or... No, he really he needs help. He whether he's being serious or not, he needs okay. it. Okay. All right. Look, you got a pen? Uh, you yeah, write I do. this down or tape this. Right here. Transcribe Steve. it later. Pen. Yeah. Go ahead. I'll record it. Chelsea, you have changed. You got to look her in the eyes. So okay. means you got to look me in the eyes. This may make, make this as uncomfortable <laughs> you, as possible. You want to do that? I, I'm not looking at you. The... Look at me now. I, I'm, I'm looking at you, Steve. <clears> and by the way, in this, I'm you. You're Chelsea. Okay. Okay. Chelsea, you've changed my life in ways I never knew possible. Chelsea. No, don't repeat it all, Rain Man. Just write it down. (laughs) Uh, I love you more today than I ever have. I love you. Okay. Careful, careful. I love you more today than I ever have. Um, I'm writing this down, Steve. That's good. You should write it down. That means you didn't love her before. No, it's it's easy. We're getting around that corner. It just keeps growing, Mary. I love you more today than I ever have. And even though my friends, family, parents, neighbors... Friends, fans, family, people I'd occasionally cross paths in the streets, all never believed I would be standing here today. I'm here to tell you. That's good. I like this. That's That's good. I like this. I like this. Add humor. Now we go. And make sure you have the pauses in there when you keep adding groups. Okay. See that. Never thought I'd be standing here today. Um, But I am so happy that you said yes when I asked if you'd spend the rest of your life with me. Mm. Okay. No, we're, we're not done. We're not done? Because that was really good, Steve. Yeah, well, that's all in here. Um, I look forward to... uh, No, 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 not... Yeah, say this. Edit. Okay, here's what you're going to say. Any amazing talents you're going to throw in? I am not perfect. Oh, come on. No, she knows that. Okay. I am not... As a matter of fact, to say that. I am not perfect, but nobody knows that better than you. Oh, okay. Okay, you got that? That's good. That's really good. I'm also going to laugh. But I appreciate um, more than you know... When you give me the opportunity to grow with you, oh. because here, look what you said there. What you said there is, we're working on this together. Right, we're on a journey. Because you told her she wasn't perfect either, but she didn't say it. Huh? Not my first time. Perfect. perfect. Promise to do your best every day. I promise to do my best every I, day. I'm not going to start with a marriage with a lie, Jen, because I'm definitely not going to do I my mean, best every day. Well, yeah, but and that sort of sounds like the Boy Scout pledge, doesn't you it? You say to try <coughs> to do my best yeah. every day. I, I promise to try to do but my I'm best not, every day. I'm, I'm not going to try to do my best every day. And by the way, you got to go second. <laughs> Dude, you got to go second with it. She has right. to do her vows first. Okay. Because if you go first, you get a bunch of laughs and stuff. You set up everything wrong for her. Everybody's going to love her because of her vows. But you need to go second. Okay. okay. All right. I'll negotiate that, Steve. But what if she says a lot of the same things? You, gotta, you not might have say, to revise. She's not, she's not going to say what he just said. <laughs> Are you going to compare notes? She's not no? going to say what he's saying. Are you going to compare? She's going to say sweet, normal stuff. Don't say this. I don't know. Can I talk about my hoop game at all? Get that in there? No. Don't talk about sports. Like, no. If, like no a, sports. No team. Like a fadeaway no. jump no shot. Team, no. No, no team. No game plan. Don't say team. No pinch hitter. You, you actually want to say life is like a fadeaway jump Jump shot like with you a, every day. Like a, we, we could do tennis. Chelsea in one word. Swish. Like a lady like, loser. Like a, like a f- All right, we're gonna have to pick this oh, up. Maybe the lady loser. Forehand on the line. Put a bookmark in that. Lady loser. We're coming back to it. <clears throat> good morning. Good good, good morning, uh, Mr. President, and uh, happy Thanksgiving. Good morning, Cochran. Hey, did you hear? I'm making South Florida road closures great again. <laughs> well, congratulations. 
Uh, Let's make this quick. I have a tea time in about 12 minutes, and I want to send out a few mean tweets before I get started. Well, we all have plans. Look, you said you'd like a Senate trial in the House uh, if, if the House votes to impeach you. You still on that page? What do you mean, if the House votes to impeach me? I think they've already sent out invitations. Like to them, it's a bar mitzvah. So sad. <laughs> well, look, you're totally open to a Senate trial. I think we know why, don't we? Well, the Senate is clearly the better way to go. I mean, I, you know this. I love my Republican senators and Ted Cruz. You know, they're the most unbiased group of people who totally have my back. And i got to tell you, there's nothing more fair than that. There really isn't. Now, as far as the trial goes, bring it on. I've done nothing wrong. The Democrats are acting like I went out and killed that cute little baby Yoda from the new Mandalorian movie. They really are. Yeah, you surprise me sometimes. Um, so the feds have issued a subpoena for Rudy Giuliani's consulting business. He continues to say he has insurance, wink, wink, should you throw him under the bus, even though he says you wouldn't do that. Uh, are you concerned for Rudy? Look, everybody knows that I love Rudy Nocaluti. He's America's mayor. His love for the country is as big as his teeth. Seriously, Rudy's just messing with the fake news media, that's all. You know, when he says he has insurance, I think he means Allstate and how he saved money bundling his policies together. The bottom line is Rudy is so loyal, so loyal. He's just like my own personal golden retriever service dog who shed nearly all of his hair on his head. Uh, So your energy secretary, Rick Perry, he said just the other day, he said, you, you are the chosen one sent by God to do great things. Do you agree with that? Totally agree with that. Of course you do. Rick is a great guy. I mean, after all, you're talking to the person who created Trump steaks, okay? The only steak specifically designed to be eaten with ketchup. So I'm clearly doing God's work. And I do plan to do great things in my second term, too, which was first prophesied in the book of Elijah. You can look it up. For starters, I'm going to shorten the menu at the Cheesecake Factory. Seriously, is that a menu or a phone book? You're not wrong. And I'm going to make yellow traffic lights longer by a full three seconds. And at the movies, I'm going to make it a violation of federal law to show more than three previews. No more than three. Even God has to be totally on my side for that one. You know, sometimes when you answer these questions I throw at you, I feel like maybe we agree on more than I thought we did. See? We're coming together. Real quick, sir. Any thoughts on Michael Bloomberg jumping in? You know, I hear Bloomberg has a campaign rally coming up in the very near future. Security's going to be very tight. Why do you know that? Well, they're going to stop and frisk everyone before they're allowed in. Ha! Ah, see what I did there? Yeah, I did, actually. Not only that, Bloomberg's polling at such a low percentage, Cochran. I hear his nickname on the campaign trail is Cory Booker. <laughs> see, now that's good. Mr. President, I want to get your take on Mayor Pete. He's uh, polling pretty strong, actually, in Iowa, and New Hampshire, too, for that matter. Has he got a shot at this? Look, I like Pete. This is not, not saying anything against him. I don't think he'll get it, though. He's just a kid. He's just a kid. When Bernie Sanders got his first liver spot, Mayor Pete wasn't even born yet. Now, don't get me wrong. I hope Pete does well. In fact, it would be really something to see an openly gay man get nominated for something other than a Tony Award. Well, uh, well I tell you what, let's switch to Thanksgiving. Uh, what are your plans at uh, Mar-a-Lago? Bigly plans for Thanksgiving. Very big. That I can tell you. As usual, we're going to be serving turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, Big Macs, KFC, stuffed crust pizza from Papa John's. You know, traditional Thanksgiving dinner right, foods. Right, right. Now, but about the turkey for a moment, if I could just go back. I'd like to announce that we're starting a government crackdown on tryptophan. Mm-hmm. It has got to be eliminated, along with the other harmful opioids. People are addicted. They're falling asleep after dinner. It's ruining lives. And it all started in the Obama dining room in Thanksgiving 2009, so we know who to blame. Well, wh- wh- who's going to be there? Who's going to be with you celebrating? 
Well, of course I'm going to celebrate with my wonderful children, who I love very much. Plus, Tiffany might be there, too. Who knows? We'll see what happens. I actually told her we were having Thanksgiving at the Trump Tower in Manhattan, so we'll see how long it takes her to figure that out. The Trumps always love a good practical job. They really do. That's not right. Now, aside from the family, any invites? Well, Kanye West is going to lead the entire dining room in saying grace. Should be fantastic. He's bringing half a million dollars worth of pyrotechnics with him. But I thought you were going to let me say grace, sir. If I let you say the blessing, Mike, our food would be bigly cold by the time you finish talking. Now, let's see. We also have an Adam Schiff impersonator walking around from table to table, you know, letting people take pictures with his neck. <laughs> Such a hilarious act. And we'll also recreate the day where the pilgrims got off the Mayflower and met Elizabeth Warren's relatives. <laughs> then after dinner, we'll all gather around for a reading of my most snowflake offensive tweets of 2019, as read by James Earl Jones. Well, that's a busy schedule, and I'm not Lots sure if you could offer any advice on this, but a lot of people fight about you on Thanksgiving. Any advice on that? Okay, look, I will tell you this. Those who fight for Trump get the good that would have gone to the never-Trumpers. Who should be thrown out immediately? Okay, there. There's your holiday harmony. You're welcome. <laughs> Quick solutions. Uh, and finally, what are you most thankful for, Mr. President? Well, I'm incredibly thankful for so many things this year. My wife, Melania, and the fact that she'll be gone all weekend shopping and I'll be golfing. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for the House and Senate GOP. I'm thankful for the beautiful letters I've received from dictators all over the world, my never-ending tax audit, and my perfect score on my health exam. And like most Americans, I'm thankful for those $6 pumpkin pies at Costco. I mean, frankly, they're huge. Well, with that, thank you for calling, and happy Thanksgiving. Gobble, gobble, loser. (laughs) Gobble, gobble, loser. I do sense, though, a breakthrough. I sense that there are, there are there's parts of those conversations where we're starting to agree. Seems to be a little bit more warmth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little more togetherness. Or maybe I'm already in the eggnog. We get to our friend Dan Hampton, uh, saving football, one game at a time. Um, and the uh, Hall of Famer joins us now, courtesy of our friends at ChevyDriveChicago.com. Dan and I are Chevy guys. We want to say happy Thanksgiving, Hamp, to... Uh, Mike Hillstrom and Ellie and well everybody there at, uh, at at Mike's company and everybody at Chevy. Absolutely, and uh, they're the nicest and finest folks in town. And of course, uh, every year at Thanksgiving we uh, we expect bonus checks, so we have to do this. <laughs> White lightning. Uh, all right, so Hamp, uh, Carms and I were just talking off the air, and you know you don't need me to pat you on the back, uh, but I think you have never sounded better and analyzing this uh, disappointing team than you have this year. And Carms is in the room with him when he's not ducking, you know, you guys throwing food at him. Uh, he says the same thing. He said you're on it. Well, and, and unfortunately, we've got a season here that is, uh, has has been very frustrating. And a lot of it, I hate to say, was was predictable. But the, the silver lining on the cloud is, hey, they're not out of it. And I said this. And, Carm, you remember before the show last week, I said, hey, you, the Bears are in the playoffs. <laughs> it just starts right now. You can't lose, and that makes tomorrow's game even more uh, important. And and now the reports are that Driscoll may be out and the, the Lions going w- with a 13 uh, quarterback. So these are good things, but you still got to show up, still got to play. And uh, trust me, the, uh, the Lions, they would like nothing better than uh, to uh, blow our doors off. 
You know, David Blau out of Purdue, who's never started an NFL game, might be going for Detroit. Hamp, what do you make of the conversation that Trubisky wants more of the hurry-up, and I guess Matt Nagy is open to that, but he also has, obviously, some concerns. This can't be news that Trubisky wants to play in it. They haven't done it to this point. Do you think it'll change? No, it needs to change. You know, it's unbelievable how uh, how uh, we have had such ineptitude in the first half. And there's a couple of reasons, and we you know uh, a couple of those. You know, think about this. Uh, I think uh, we've only scored one touchdown in 11 games this year, one touchdown on the opening drive of the game. Now, I, I was shocked. I thought it would maybe be two or three, but I got to look, and it was only one, and we've only – only attempted one field goal, and that was against the Rams two weeks ago, which we all know what happened. Uh, by the way, I'd love to see Eddie Pinero kick in this win. But nonetheless, <laughs> this, this is a team that that has got to, you know, it, it, it's one of those deals where you say, okay, you know, if, if you know, you're fat and ugly, well, you, you gotta you got to start addressing problems. Well, this team can't score. We've got to find a way to score. And if you're young, uh, you know, confidence-stricken quarterback says, I want to go hurry up. I want to do more things out of the two minutes. I want to – well, why would you stand in his way? I would. I think it's a good idea. And it's it's a shame that the, uh, the quarterback, the player, is the one coming up with the, some of the solutions here in December – than, you know, the head coach. But all in all, this offense has to find a way to get on track and what better than on national TV tomorrow morning. You know, Hamp and I are old enough to remember a 14-game NFL season and when uh, Detroit and Dallas would play on Thanksgiving Day, all of America stopped. Now you got three games in the day. Sure, it's a go-to place, but man, I don't know about you, Hamp. I'm seeing more and more people bail unless it is a nail-biter, and we've seen a lot of bad Thanksgiving football in the last few years. Well, let's hope the Bears uh, put on a little bit of a show. And, you know, part of that means, yeah, getting off to a good start. Let me let me just tell you this, Steve. How many guys do you know that, you know, you say, okay, uh, you know, say you're, you're picking football games, and they, they pick whatever they think. It's always turns out to be the, the opposite. And, and I've heard of people that, when they would, uh, you know, pick a game, they would tell, an, like, a wife or an intermediary, and, and the, they would always switch the pick. And so, in the abstract, <laughs> you're talking about a cooler. Like what, what Matt Nagy needs to do <clears throat> his his originally scripted certain number of plays right. at the beginning, they're not working. Right. So give it to somebody and let them change it, and then give it back to it. Well, in gambling parlance for coaches, he's the cooler. He's the guy that comes in and he stands a little too close to the table. There you go. And... And for whatever reason, the the halftime adjustments have worked. And the the last five games, they've made some some you know decisions on how to attack the opponent, and it's paid off. Five straight games we've scored on the opening possession of the second half. We cannot wait for that tomorrow. We've got to get things going early. Come on, it's Thanksgiving. You you can't put the turkey in at six p.m. <laughs> This is a question that Dan Hampton doesn't want to answer, but I'll ask it anyway. If you could only pick one, Hamp, you get to keep either Matt Nagy or Mitchell Trubisky. Oh, Who are you okay. taking? That's a question. Wow. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, 
I, I got to tell you, a lot of the problems that uh, Trubisky is is experiencing is because of, uh, I think, a lack of uh, proper coaching and preparation, and that has to fall in the lap of the coach. So I would say number ten stays. It's interesting you say that because I uh, gut response would have gone the other way because we need a quarterback that can play the game at the highest level, and I've lost my confidence that he's it. It sounds like he's willing to keep him as a backup over the head coach. Well, yeah, you know what? He would be a great backup until he learns the game, I suppose. Well, but here's the other part of it, guys, and and there's no doubt that what they did in Baltimore this year is completely. I mean, it was like they found the playbook of a year ago and came out with a completely new offense, and look what it's done. And Lamar Jackson is lighting up the NFL. We we have to have that type of of, of play calling and play design that would suit this kid. And we we talk about it all the time at nauseum. Hey, let him throw the ball on the on move. You know, have a lot of bootlegs. I remember this. My last game of, of my little. Miserable career happened to happen <laughs> yeah, in New York. Miserable Hall of Fame Giants, career. They had a crummy offense. <laughs> they had a 34-year-old running back and a quarterback that was horrible. Except they ran bootleg, tight end, uh, you know, drag plays every time on third down, and they beat us. I mean, you, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You just got to find plays that suit the players you have. We haven't done that yet. Lamar Jackson is tearing it up for Baltimore. Stud. It's really crazy. It's almost a video game quarterback, and a lot of people are saying this is what Michael Vick started and it never really got completed. Uh, look, memory is recent, right? I, I, he looks better than Michael Vick because he can do three things. Well, two things about that, and this is all going to be great until somebody tears his leg off, and it's yep. going to happen. You know it, I know right. it. I mean, two things about the NFL. You know, one is you're going to get injured. It's not if or it's it's when, and we we don't want that to happen. But that is that's essentially what you know you you kind of fear. But this is an extension of the RPOs out of college, and used to be the the NFL looked down on the college game and said, hey, you know, you got to grow up and play our league. Now they're basically bringing college coaches in and wanting them to kind of you know redesign the wheel and. I think Lamar is the uh, the uh, the tip of the spear. Well, it's a great lesson, right, Hamp, that, hey, rather than trying to put a quarterback in a box that may or may not be successful, maybe the NFL will evolve with, let's see who we have and who's the best player here, and then we're going to put the offense around him. It's it's certainly working for the Ravens. Exactly. And we could also use the metaphor, if you've got hand warmers on, put your hands in them, right? <laughs> for number 10. <laughs> All right, let's go over tomorrow for a second. And, you know, like, you can only play your game and all the other cliches that apply, but you can't help but scoreboard watch because everybody else has to lose. Uh, Green Bay is uh, in New York playing the Giants. If you grant Green Bay wins the division, then you go to the Vikings. And you got to make sure the Vikings win no more than 10 games because you could beat them for a second time, and then the tiebreaker falls in your favor. they got a very tough game Sunday or Monday night against Seattle. Yeah, and a lot of folks think uh, you know it's you know that Seattle's hardest place on the uh, on the docket that you can win. But guess what? Two teams that went in there and beat them: Baltimore and Lamar, and uh, Teddy Bridgewater and the Saints. So we'll see if the Vikings can get it done. Personally, uh, I, you know I just have a lot of confidence in what uh, Russell Wilson leads the NFL with twenty four t- uh, touchdowns, and he it's just one of those kind of players. That you you know doesn't do anything just 
off the charts, but you look up and, hey, they beat us. So I think they can beat the Vikings. Uh, I totally agree. Uh, So in other words, we could be back here next Monday talking about a team that is still in it, but it comes back to where it began, and that is the Bears have to take care of business, know what time the game starts, play a hot first half, and put the Lions away as fast as they possibly can. Carm, what do you got before hand flies? I I just love the fact that you guys are dreaming it up that the Bears are still in it. Uh, Hamp, some some Bears players are talking out about uh, getting criticized. Uh, did you? Did that bother you when uh, there was criticism coming your way? Did you ever spout off back at the media because you didn't like what people were saying? You know what? We, we, we have a free game tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock, and I have written down a couple of things that I wanted to talk about. One of that being, you know, one, one of those items is, you know, we weren't always great. We, we, had, to, we had to find our path, but those years, 80, 81, 82, when we weren't in the playoffs, how we thought about ourselves and how we wanted to not only beat and, and spoil the good team's records, but we wanted to make a statement. We wanted people after the game go, holy crud, these guys can – that's the kind of attitude that we had. And you know what? When you get criticized, well, obviously you're not fulfilling your obligation. So we'll talk about all this tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. And a post game too. One hour post game, right after the game, two thirty to three thirty. Hopefully, talking about a win. All right, Amp. Happy Thanksgiving. Love you, buddy. All right, guys. Love you guys. Uh, go Bears. There you go. Stan Hampton. Love Dan Hampton. Uh, and as uh, we talked about off the air, having a great year, um, talking it up. Number one. I mean, it's not close when it comes to talk uh, uh, NFL and Bears talk. Everybody's got to be here. Somebody called up on Sunday. Was like, if you guys ever coached, what do you know about the game? Like. What do you know about the game? Do you, do you realize what you just said? Right. Do you have any idea what it's like watching a football game with those guys and what the, and what they see? How do you survive it? What do you do? How do you prep for it? I, it's 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 very. They may make it easy. They're the greatest, and they see things away from the ball that you it, can't see unless you played the game. It's unbelievable. How do you know which uh, meal you're going to order? Because there's always different. There's different types of food left over. The, I, it's cold and crusty and disgusting looking. When we that, that's where Rick Geezer comes flying in. <laughs> the man's the man's a legend. Yeah, Geezer, great producer and great maitre d. Um, all right, now we never finished your uh, your vows for your wedding, and I don't want to leave people hanging here because I really felt like we're off for t- off to a good start. So when we come back after the news with Dean, we'll finish those vows. We'll give Dean a chance to throw something in. Pat Brady is here. We'll see Pat can maybe throw something in. But so far, I think we're off to a good start. Would you agree? I think we're off to a great start, okay. Steve. Okay. Good job. Uh, no, listen, I don't Thank want you. credit. I just want this to go well for you. So. I mean, we're not all the way there. you got to keep on building on it. Yeah, but not a lot longer. That's the key. We've got a little bit going on here, and you don't want it to be long. You know, it's not going to be long. The whole wedding ought to be over in about 30 or 45 seconds. <laughs> Thank you. That'd be wonderful. <laughs> Get out of the party. Coming up on 8 o'clock, we'll uh, continue with uh, Mark Carmen's wedding vows. Uh, if you want to chime in with something you want to throw in, it'd be cool if you worked on a listener comment. That would be, I'm telling you. Uh, Three, that, text her 312 Dean joins us from the legendary Channel 9. I saw Dean over at TV the other day, and I love when I come over to TV and everybody goes, whoa, 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 what are you doing here? Right, right. Oh, after you left, what was he doing here? <laughs> and I saw Lourdes, and she showed me a couple of baby videos. That is a cute little kid. You made out with her for a little while? That yeah, which, you know, and that's part of the reason people in the newsroom felt awkward, I guess, now that I think about it. I don't know. 
All right, so I need your... unusual. Inappropriate behavior in our newsroom really is not unusual. I amen to that. I could not believe it. I walked in, and Larry's not wearing pants in the newsroom. Yeah. I mean, what's up with that? I, you know, he's the king of the morning show, so he can do whatever he wants. And could our friend Annabelle Vault, could she look any lovelier? Could she's she be any adorable. funnier? Could she be any more entertaining? She's little, fantastic. A little adorable bundle of Favorite. explosions. Yeah. <laughs> explosions. It is kind of an explosion. It's, uh, it's Energy well, explosion. Yeah, exactly. All right, so uh, our friend Mark Carmen is here, Dean. He's getting married Saturday. Hi, Dean. Uh, I, I did not really get all the particulars about the speech you wanted me to make. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's the thing. We're trying to put together his vows because I can't make the wedding. Pat was never invited, and you didn't get the notes. So um, we, we left it at a point where we can add things. So, Dean, what would you like to add to Mark's wedding vows to Chelsea? What do you have so far? We have, Dean, uh, I love you more than I love myself. No, that's not true. <laughs> no, it's a little more complicated than that. The problem is, I made Mark look into my eyes as I dictated oh. his vows, and he got very uncomfortable. Awkward. This was, was like with him and Lourdes in the newsroom. Very awkward. <laughs> right, really, really awkward. Um, I, so, so just in general, Dean, what would you throw in? Pat, what would you throw in? Pat? I like a nice metaphor in uh, my, my vow-making. Like much like going to the dentist? No, that wouldn't be good. Uh, well, no, and because no, we want it to be you know very positive, something mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite thing, uh, Mark? Food wise, let, let's uh, just say food. Food. Let Let's call her a double cheeseburger, mm. grilled onions. You are, you are, to me. <laughs> <laughs> There's no way you can make this work. The ground sirloin <laughs> <laughs> with perfect grill marks. <laughs> Of my life. Uh, no Pat, condiments needed. <laughs> Pat Brady, can you add anything to that? Wait, I mean, nothing nothing at all? I cannot follow Dean. I do think, though, when your lovely bride says, I love you, you should say, I love to love me with you. I love oh. to love me with you. That pretty much sums you up, Mark. And you know what? Yeah, because <laughs> thanks, it rolls your ego Pat. in. Yeah, it does. It rolls your ego in. I mean, there was a guy on here. What, on what this- I would do just to tag on to that. I, I would say that and then start singing the Donna Summer song, Love to Love You, Baby. Right. <laughs> Drop to the floor and start doing the worm. And then Dean will be in the background with two guys, just uh, sort of uh, Gladys Knight and the Pips dancing in the background. Ooh, love going, to love you, baby. Ooh. Love to love you, baby. <laughs> I was supposed to give a speech, but apparently I'm not. Love to love you, baby. <laughs> um, Franklin McCormick was a guy on this radio station at night a long, long time ago. Yep. And Franklin McCormick apparently, because I've heard him say this, and it was obviously taped way before my time and yours, but he said, I love you not only for who you are, but for what I am when I am with you. Wow. That's a good way to end it. Plus, you tie it back in, so it's promoting the action here. (laughs) Just saying. Way to bring it all back, Steve. Just saying. All right, Dean, when we come back, we're going to talk Tina Turner, Garth Brooks, and new movies coming out today. Yeah. And, good news, there's clown news in Dean's report. Stand by like, for that. Like all Chicago is not talking about it already. Yeah, and why clown news has not been sponsored yet, I believe, is a failure of our sales department. Uh, before we get back to Dean, I have one other thing I'd like to add to your vows. And then you write them out as we discussed, and then I will read them so you don't have to here uh, as a rehearsal. I got the pen out, Steve. But Dean, Mark loves basketball. Loves it, loves it, loves it, loves it. Loves it loves some it. basketball metaphors in this. So here's the way you get away with that, so you can talk about basketball. Uh-huh. I want to be the Michael Jordan of husbands to you. Wow. Some days I'll be the Carlos Boozer. <laughs> 
but I'll always try to strive to be at least Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I like that. I don't know if people get the reference, but they... Oh, half the room will get the reference because they're your knucklehead friends. That's true. That's true. They'll get it. Okay. I want to be the Michael Jordan... What did you say? The Michael Jordan of I want to be the what? Michael Jordan of husbands. The Michael Jordan of husbands. Some days, maybe most days, I'll be Carlos Boozer. Right. But I want to at least rise to the level of Scotty Pippen. She, she'll look at me cross-eyed, Steve, if I do that, but, that would, but it would... You know, to hey, my, listen, the wedding's not just about you two. Yeah, big laugh in the room. <laughs> my high school friends would love it. All right, got and it. Steve, I did confirm. Steve and I are uh, sharing a motel room. Right. Uh, so, oh, you mean for this wedding? Yeah, for the. <laughs> It's got to make sure I get it in my calendar right away. <laughs> so, hey, we're to be at, uh, in, in case anybody else wants to come, uh, it's at the William Tell Inn. Right. Uh, in country. And you know why? The Ohio place, booked again. Yeah, wow. couldn't get in. It's busy on holiday weekends. You guys are better in the suburbs. The, <laughs> there's so many people that feel that way. Uh, Tina Turner turned 80. Can you believe that? I can't believe how great she looks. She looks fantastic. And, and she appears to be fully recovered from its incredibly scary situation a couple years ago. She had a stroke or something. She right? had a stroke. She had uh, intestinal cancer. She had a kidney transplant. Her husband uh, donated a kidney uh, for transplant. But she's doing great. She put out a video uh, on her Instagram yesterday, and uh, this is what she said. Yes, I'm 80. What did I think? How did I think I would be at 80? Not like this. How is this? Oh, well, I look great. (laughs) I feel good. I've gone through some very serious sicknesses that I'm overcoming. So it's like having a second chance at life. I'm happy to be an 80-year-old woman. God bless her. And still, best concert I've ever been at. I've been to incredible. four or five uh, Tina Turner shows. Incredible. I challenge anyone, Hands including down. the late Michael Jackson, to dance in six-inch stilettos the yeah. way Tina did. Oh, on those nice. legs? Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, Garth Brooks, uh, what's going on here? He uh, has a big documentary, two-night documentary, coming up on A&E next week. And we chatted with him uh, yesterday on the, the TV morning show. And one of the things we talked about is when he was here for his dive bar tour, mm-hmm. he started the whole thing off at Joe's on Weed Street right. and talked about the enthusiasm there. This thing was loud, and it was wall-to-wall, man, just sound. And try to remember, we kicked off the comeback tour after being gone for 16 years right there in Chicago as well. So it is the place to get to play Garth Brooks stuff. And I don't know why you guys have taken me in like you have, but uh, I can tell you this. It was the easiest gig ever at Joe's because all you did was start the song, you guys finished it. (laughs) And it was that way all night long. Yeah, that's uh He is so good. He is such a good guy. So, such a nice guy, incredibly talented. He won uh Entertainer of the Year at the CMA Awards last week. His whole acceptance speech, he thanked other, he he uh gave shout outs to every, all the other nominees, yeah. other people in the audience. He's uh, an incredibly it's ridiculous generous. Just man. gets it. Yep. Um, all right, movies out this weekend. Uh, what is Queen and Slim? Queen and Slim is a cop killing uh, mm. Drama. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, it's a story of uh, a uh, young man and young woman out on a Tinder date. It's their very first date. Uh, they are African American. They get stopped by the police on this date. Uh, the cop uh, threatens to kill them. Pulls his gun out. Threatens to kill them. Uh, the tables get turned. The cop winds up getting killed. And suddenly, these two are uh, the subject of a massive manhunt. It was all 
caught on uh, body cam. Video goes viral. Uh, they suddenly are the subject of a nationwide uh, manhunt, but also the subject of uh, the. They become the objects of resistance in the African American community over uh, perceived. Uh, oppression of african-american people by the police so it's a really interesting drama uh lena waith uh from columbia college here in chicago wrote this story and uh it it kind of takes the easy way out a little bit at the ending of the movie but overall i liked it it's very stylish it's very extremely relevant very important message i gave it a dean's list b plus uh dark waters is uh Another good uplifting movie. But, you know, if you can't get your kids in to see Frozen 2, these other movies, uh, one about uh, killing and uh, this one is about corporate pollution. Well, fantastic. That stars uh, Mark Ruffalo. This is actually a true story about a lawyer who uh, at one time worked for DuPont uh, until he was approached by a group of farmers in West Virginia who said that DuPont was uh, polluting the streams and rivers near their farms uh, that was uh, causing mad cow disease in that area. So he looked at all the evidence and he turned against his employers, DuPont, and started fighting against them. But this movie is not, it's number one, a true story, but it's also very compelling and eye-opening in uh, that it tells the story of how we all may be affected by uh, how uh, pollution is in our water, is uh, in our air. Uh, it's, a, it's a really thought-provoking movie. I'm not sure I would exactly want to take the whole family out to go see it for Thanksgiving weekend, but uh, at some point you should check out this movie, Dark Waters. Mark Ruffalo is in it, Anne Hathaway's in it, uh, Tim Robbins uh, co-stars. Another B+. Is Knives Out good? Knives Out is fantastic. Uh, do you, did you like the old-fashioned... Uh, Kind of Agatha Christie sure. kind of movies. Sure. Clue. You actually have to think. Uh, yeah, we're you know like every step of the movie is a clue, is uh, a piece of uh, unraveling uh, this mystery. Th- this is that only it's done with a much more modern, much more biting comedic twist. You will really like this movie. This has got your name written all over it. Uh, okay. Daniel Craig, Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, Don Johnson, Chris Evans. Uh, Chicago's Michael Shannon uh, is in the movie, Christopher Plummer. He's the family patriarch who uh, winds up dead. Family uh, is trying to dismiss it as a suicide, but uh, a detective, played by Daniel Craig, uh, feels like there is more to this story. And every one of the members of you you think your family is dysfunctional for Thanksgiving. This is super dysfunction on steroids, this family. Uh, everyone is a suspect, and the story... You know, just kind of slowly unravels a little bit. Really, really good. Really funny. Gave it a Dean's List A. Um, and, uh, of course, the biggest thing in show business, again, is clowns for the holidays. So what do we have? Uh, all uh, America, Steve, is talking about how excited they are that, once again, for the 14th year, they will be able to see Bozo, Gar, and Ray, <laughs> WGN-TV Classics. Uh, it's the special that we did that salutes the three most popular children's TV shows in the history of Chicago broadcasting. Bozo Circus, Ray Rayner and Friends, Garfield Goose and Friends. Uh, the the fun it, It's a, a million memories, of course. But now the really fun thing is uh, to see what I looked like 14 years ago and how I've completely let everything go <laughs> over those 14 years and how much I look like I've been... 
fifteenth year, I'm told. Fifteenth year that wow. this is on. Uh, that we've been just to see what I look like uh, 15 years ago is uh, is quite the treat. So this is going to be on uh, tomorrow morning. We have the uh, Chicago Thanksgiving Parade on uh, WGN TV. That's from eight until eleven, and then uh, you'll hear a silence, or there'll be an eerie silence around the city as people sit down in front of their television sets to watch Bozogar and Ray WGN TV classics. That's on from eleven until one. And then uh, after that, we have uh, 437 episodes of Friends uh, back-to-back. Uh, and uh, finally, I'll let you go on this, Dean, but uh, Texter writes, helpful Texter for me, 815. You and I, Mark, that's what you say to Chelsea, you and I are like the perfect double cheeseburger. We might have disputes over the toppings, but when it comes down to it, all that matters is you and I, the perfect pair of patties. Wow. I love the food. That's Dean's metaphor. meat analogy and metaphor he was yeah. looking for. I love the uh, the meat analogy <laughs> in there. Happy Thanksgiving. Hey, man. I wanted to just really quickly mention uh, also, because Steve was here at WGN-TV the other day, and we were talking with my boss, Jennifer Lyons, yep. whose 13-year-old son, Casey, is an amazing singer, an amazing actor. He toured in the last Andrew Lloyd Webber show. He's tremendous. Good Love kid, Never too. Dies. He's he's 13-year-old kid with an amazing voice. He's been in lots of different productions in all the theaters in Chicago. He wrote his own musical, and they're performing it Friday and Saturday night at Theater Wit on West Belmont. And, and by the way, he produced it, meaning he made the call to rent the theater. Yeah. He occasionally calls mom and goes, hey, I need another 150 out of my budget. Can I do that? Yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. And all the proceeds for this, not going to him, he's giving all the money to uh, pediatric cardiac care. Oh, that's very cool. Uh, he's, a, he's a great kid, tremendously talented. He's 13 years old and yeah, wrote amazing. and produced his own musical, Theater Wit, this coming Friday and Saturday night. Thank you, buddy. Happy wait Thanksgiving. Wait till I give him a bad review. That's going to be awkward Slam on Monday. Slam it! <laughs> I'll talk to you later. Bye. Pat Brady is here on the Steve Cochran Show. How are you, Pat? Oh. We need to turn Pat's mic on. I'm just wondering who let him in. Oh, well, you know. You think I'd learn how to push that I think he button. finds a way to... He has influence, Steve. Connections. Hi, how you doing? Happy Thanksgiving. You too. Everybody going to be together? Yeah, family coming over. And I know you're going to your brother's. Which brother? Uh, brother John. He's the uh, chef boy or Brady. He's the cook. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, I love your family, man. So uh, and happy Thanksgiving. But let's, let's get into this political thing going forward um you know a lot of people are going to need material to fight tomorrow uh at dinner but all fights aside where does this go next week well it goes to the judiciary committee to figure out what to draft up articles of impeachment and actually do a floor vote i think there's a question whether or not it's going to go forward um and the democrats are really in a in a bind because the far left of the democratic party really wants this and i think the moderates that recognize that this is not a real popular move right now or a little hesitant. So it should be next week if it goes forward. And if it, it's, it's, if it's voted up, it'll go over to the Senate for a trial. If it's not voted up, it is a disaster for the presidential race for the Democrats. Here, uh, here's why. Because the candidates, even the ones that are not out slamming Trump every chance they get, the platform has been, we've got to beat Trump, we've got to beat Trump, we've got to beat Trump. How do you explain not going forward if you don't go forward? I think you just kind of read the tea leaves of the of public opinion. And right now, it, it's just they did not sway anybody with the two weeks of testimony. And the testimony was 
remarkable. I, I, I watched all of it, and but it didn't. I don't think it, it changed anybody's mind. Because the Democrats don't know how to put on a show? Well, that was my view, that if you're going to put this on, you have to tell a story, meaning they almost add some Hollywood to it. Like, what is Ukraine? Why is it important? Right. And explain it all the way through. But what they did is just put on a series of witnesses that didn't really flow. And they, so there's no ask at the end, and I, and I don't think it kept anybody's interest. But if, if you watch it, and again, I watched most of it, it was very interesting, but you had to really be into the weeds on the details to understand what was significant and what wasn't. If you, uh, uh, as a prosecutor, if you consider this to be basically a grand jury process, would you send this case to the uh, to court? Yeah, there's probable cause. Okay. Now, but again, this is... and. I think that that second mistake the Democrats made, they didn't put it in terms of abuse of power versus bribery. Abuse of power is the is what the constitution that's the constitutional value. Yeah, I don't know where the bribery thing came well, from. Well, the bribery, I think, is just a sexier word. It, it, it sticks in your head. And it, 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 technically, if you, if you watch it, yeah, it probably is a bribery. But there are defenses to bribery. And the, and the Republicans threw a bunch of mud against the wall and had some of those defenses stick. So it created reasonable doubt, for lack of a better term, in this process. And it just didn't sway anybody's opinion the people that want impeachment still want it. the people that don't don't so the, the middle didn't get swayed so when we come back answer this for me um the white house and um the loudest defenders of trump uh, in the gop all say nobody has stepped forward that actually heard the president saying this they were eyewitness or earwitness to it well the fact is those that were closest to the president are not being allowed to testify by the White House. So of course nobody said anything yet. So why are the Democrats having such trouble explaining that? Well, I think the the mistake they made is when Adam shifts up there banging the gavel against Elise Stefanik, the, the the Republican woman who's just asking questions, it appears that the process is not fair. And I think people fundamentally want fairness, whether or not they understand what the procedure is all about or not. And I think the Democrats were painted as not being fair in the process, although the Republicans wrote the rules for this four years ago. And I think that's that's what happened and made the whole thing kind of tainted. Like, you know, why don't you call Hunter Biden? Why don't you call these other people? And it kind of gets all mixed up and the, and the Democrats don't look good. Uh, is Tim ready? Do we know? Tim McGill? OK, let me go to line seven here for those of you playing with your own phone at home. Uh, good morning, Tim. How are you? <laughs> I'm on seven? Line yeah, seven? Yeah, sure, line right. seven. I always love when somebody on the radio goes, let me pick up line seven. It only means it to me. And because of my ADD, between the time I say it and turn to the phone, I'll forget what line you're on. Uh, All right, so <clears throat> we got a, a helpful texter from Yorkville sending in pictures of branches blown down on their yard. Yeah. Wind gusts yeah. still the issue? Yeah, we've seen gusts. Uh, I was just looking at some of the stronger gusts. Bolingbroke had a gust up to near 60 miles an hour, 59. Midway had a 55-mile-per-hour gust. So we're starting to see those gusts really pick up a little bit. I think this will be the case now for the next couple of hours. And gusts should get up between 50 and 60. Steady winds today, 25 to 35, maybe 40 miles an hour. That's, that's not gusts. It's just sustained wind. So uh, pretty strong. We're going to get uh, you know tropical storm force wind gusts. Not a tropical storm, of course, but it's a pretty big storm. And the good thing is, that we talked about this earlier, is that we're going to miss the snow because combine this with snow and you'd have a mess, and that's what they're having up in the northwoods of Wisconsin. Got several inches of snow on the ground already. They're looking at another five or six up towards a Rhinelander, Wausau, way up in the northwoods in the UP. And they're going to get pounded with another storm over the weekend. Now, we'll, we might get a little bit of snow out of that one on Sunday, but uh, just minor accumulation. But we have just the wind today. All right, so what do we know from how this will affect airport and travel on the roads if you're driving somewhere? So, so far, from what I've seen, and maybe I'm missing something, but I haven't seen a lot of cancellations. As a matter of fact, I'm at a place right now where I'm looking at some of the flights at O'Hare on their board, and uh, I don't see many cancellations. I see a few delays, 
your biggest issue is going to be traveling west, anywhere from really Colorado through the Rockies all the way out towards uh, Salt Lake City in particular, uh, the Pacific Northwest. That's where they're getting the second storm system. We've got the first one now. The second one's going to impact us over the weekend, but uh, that's where you're going to find delays, maybe cancellations, and again, mainly north if you're driving all day. If you're driving, uh, especially the north, south-facing roads, that's where we're going to have some issues with these really gusty winds, especially high-profile uh, vehicles. So if you're in, say, a, a Jetta versus an 18-wheeler, it may be a good day to be in the Jetta? <laughs> yeah. A Jetta, this might be a one time that you're going to be really fortunate to be in a Jetta today. Right. Okay, yeah. I'm just trying to uh, go closer to the ground is better. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, any chance this will change in the next couple of hours? Uh no, I mean, the, the, the biggest issue is going to be um, we're going to be watching out for power outages. When you get these uh, this debris, tree branches, whatever it might be, uh, flying around at 50, 60 miles an hour, that could cause some issues. But I think you're just going to see some really strong winds all the way through 5 or 6 o'clock this evening, I think. It's uh, And are you going somewhere, Tim? I am actually going somewhere. Yes. All right. So you're going off for uh, Thanksgiving as well. So I, I say, I can for, give you an eyewitness report on the travel conditions right now. It's, it's good. I'm in a shuttle right now, and so far so good. Yeah, and uh, he's out there at the airport. So he not only has incredible scientific knowledge, he knows because he's there. <laughs> That's uh, this just for you. Happy Thanksgiving, buddy. Hey, same to you. We'll see you later. That's Tim McGill from the Tom Skilling Weather Factory. Uh, at uh, Channel 9. All right, back to my friend Pat Brady. I've already forgotten where we left this at the uh, break, but I was we're, we're talking about where the impeachment proceedings go from here. And I think I said, as a prosecutor, would a grand jury send this case uh, for trial? Yeah, I think there's enough evidence. But the, the reality is, and I think the Democrats forgot this, this is not a grand jury. It's a political proceeding. And they didn't win the political battle. Or they didn't, they didn't move the needle. So, but, but aren't we past the point of no return? I mean, I guess what I'm saying is the Democrats have been so clumsy with this, and nobody admits that more than Eric Edelstein. Uh, can they stop now? Can they vote no on this and still somehow survive? Yeah, I think they could. And then people forget, and they've got a bunch of good commercials for 2020 campaign on, on some of the information that came out. But I, I think they could just game this out. If they go to the trial in the Senate, they're going to lose. I mean, there's not going to Yeah, but we knew that the whole time. Yeah, but that's why, to me, and I've been saying this for four years, impeachment is a bad idea. It makes bad law. It makes bad precedent. It's, it, you take your eye off the ball. We're not getting stuff done in Congress we need to get done. So impeachment is a really bad proceeding. And if you go back and look at, at the Nixon impeachment, which was probably the most legitimate one we've had other than maybe Johnson, that was completely different, and in the, in the the crimes and the actions were a lot more egregious than what we've seen here, although it, it is bad conduct. I think it was an abuse of power, but I think the majority thinks it's not uh, impeachable offense, meaning removal from office. Well, this is where you and I disagree, as you know, because I, I'm more of a constitutionalist, I suppose, but I think Bill Clinton started this because I think Bill Clinton should have been kicked out of office for what he did in office as opposed to the Holiday Inn down the street. Um, lack of respect for that office leads to things like lying under oath and what happened and clinton was guilty of both um and, and it leads to the setup for this kind of bad behavior i guess the last thing i would wonder is this if you don't go forward with this after you start this what does that mean for future presidencies it means the precedent has been set that a president can use his power as president for a personal advantage and that's 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 the the common law that's the precedent that's been set that's why this was so dangerous from the beginning and that's that's really a problem this is there's nothing good about any of this all right so i don't want to put words in your mouth but what i'm hearing from you is 
the politician in you says this is a terrible idea. The prosecutor in you says, yes, you have to go forward. Oh, absolutely. I think it's clearly that he abused his power. And even though they say that these witnesses weren't uh, uh, the eyeball witnesses, it doesn't matter. There was plenty of evidence that he did exactly what he was accused by the whistleblower of doing. And all the things they're throwing about the whistleblower not testifying or the other eyewitnesses not testifying, it's nonsense. It was clear from what they presented he did it. But the public right now just, I don't think, believes that impeachment's a good idea. And it is a political process. Texture says, love your political segments. Really appreciate the analysis from all sides. I learned from Pat and Eric. It's so informative and rational. Is that from Eric, do you think? Uh, listen, think Eric's so, so much smarter than me. I mean, the guy's like double Ivy League. I just follow in his wake. Um, happy Thanksgiving, buddy. You know yeah. how thankful I am for all you do for us. Oh, thank you. See you guys. There you go. That's Pat Brady. And, uh, and uh, you know, he's on all the time because he should be. By the way, Pat, I'm not in tomorrow. You're not. I don't want you to swing. Hey, do you want to play golf tomorrow? Thursday. Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> Anything else happening? No. Um, at uh, eight fifty-five, we got to wrap this uh, this vows thing up, Mark. So here's what I'd like you to do. I'd like you to, to write out if you haven't already yeah. what we discussed, and then I will read it back to you. I feel like we're still missing a gangbuster ending. You know, Steve, I think I threw out that piece of paper when I wrote it down. I, I don't remember everything I said. I just remember no. it was really good. I love you more today than no. I ever have. I got that part. Oh, no. I also oh, lost no. the recording, so. Oh, well, this is ridiculous, then. What, what was the point of the segment if we're not going to go through and finish it? I am not perfect at what I do, but you are. I think that's what you said, something along those lines. You're the worst stenographer in Houston, or in, in history, in Houston. Yeah, you're also bad in Houston, but in history. I think you were thinking, Houston, I love, we have a problem. I love Michael Jordan, but I still love you. And you're also uh, standing up to the, just, I'm not trying my best. Just not picking up on any of it. Yeah. All right, so we wrapped up the vows. Good luck, Mark. Thank, thank you so much. Uh, let's do this. Let's break here and uh, get back on, uh, on uh, the train. Moscow Mitch is a helpful text for eight four seven, Moscow Mitch holding up the bills. Brady's typical Trump sycophant. Eh, he's really not. He's really not. I don't agree with Pat on the impeachment thing. However, he is uh, he is the furthest thing from a Trump sycophant. He was one of the first Republicans of note to step up and say this is not presidential and there's a problem here. Six three zero. It's there. J O B. Congress is responsible. Um, and seven seven three. The less Congress gets done the better. Uh, yeah, I, I know that's a popular theory, but I don't agree with that either because they're already really good at getting nothing done. And uh, that's both parties, and that has to end. Um, hi to everybody at CLTV. The CLTV Hour coming up here in just a matter of seconds. And uh, we got to talk about the new schedule, which starts next Monday. And uh, we got to talk to G about the fact that she's leaving the show and see if maybe uh, she and I need to get into counseling like Anna and Roe. Uh, stand by for all of that. But before we get to it, of course, we get to the news. Happy Thanksgiving Eve from the Steve Cochran Show. Of course, time for uh, Neighborhood Eats with our friend G. And I, what do we do with Neighborhood Eats when you go away? Um, I don't know quite yet. i got to fit it in somewhere. Well, we got to figure out what's happening. Yeah. Who's our guest? Um, it is Dave Miller. He is the uh, owner, co-owner. He and his wife own a uh, cafe and a pie shop named Baker Miller in Lincoln Square. And the reason why I feature them is because uh, they have a revamped uh, new recipe, pumpkin pie. So, Pie Man, how do you have time to talk to us today? <laughs> I have a great team. We, uh, we've got our cafe going, and we also have a pop-up shop next door, and we're fully staffed, so it's, that's how we're able to do it. So, Dave, what makes your pies so special? 
Uh, a couple different things. Um, well, first, they're made from scratch by hand. That's a, a really important part of what we do. Another is our ingredients that we use. Uh, we're really dedicated to sourcing things that we know everybody along the chain has been treated well. So whether that be um, an organic non-GMO sugar or all completely organic grains, local farm produce, that's something that not only does it treat people well, but I think in the end result, you end up with a pie that's really, really tastes just extra delicious. So any idea by quantity how many pies you're going to have to make today? Yeah, a thousand. We do a thousand every year. That's our cap. In one um, in one shop? In one shop, yes. And then people... We actually, sorry, go ahead. And people can walk in today if they decide that they need a pie for tomorrow. Yes. Absolutely, yeah. We um, So we sold about half as, as pre-orders, and then we reserved the other half for people to just walk in. Uh, and actually, with all the wind and the rain that's going on today, we decided to rent the, there's the old butcher shop that's been closed next door. So we rented it, and we turned it into a, um, a Thanksgiving-slash-Christmas pop-up full of pies and treats. Wow, is so that everybody the... everybody can walk in. Is that the, uh, the thing with the cow up on the awning? No, uh, no, that one's still open. Yeah, that one's just about a half a block down. That one's called um, Jean's Sausage. Oh, yeah, this is actually called Lincoln Quality Meats. It, it had been here for about 100 years, and it uh, closed recently. Yeah, they're in Lincoln Square where you well, can get anything you want. It's glad that you're the, yeah. the pop-up is in, indoors today because normally you're just in a tent yeah. in the in the back. But, uh, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. Well, I wanted to tell Steve and the listeners the reason why I was compelled to feature you for Thanksgiving is that I saw a Facebook post that you wrote. I know that you guys give back a lot uh, in a lot of ways at the restaurant. Can you tell us a little bit about the ways you give back? Um, yeah, yeah. So um, it, it actually started a couple of years ago where we always thought, you know, one day when we make it, we're going to give back. And then a couple of years ago, we thought, you know, we don't build it into our business model. It's not going to happen because you never make it necessarily in a restaurant. Like you can have a good long term job, but Nobody's getting rich in this industry. And so um, what we decided is let's let's kind of rethink our business model and figure out how in the everyday type things we can get back. So one thing that we do is we partnered with something called One Feeds Two. That's a local organization. Actually, it's international. It started in Britain, and it's recently come local um, with a couple other restaurateurs that are bringing it here. And what that does is every time you purchase a meal or the equivalent of a meal from us, we donate a meal to a child in need, um, kind of that model where, um, like, with shoes, you buy one, they give one. Sure. So we do that, but we do it with food, and we do it specifically for kids. Um, that's something that we're really passionate well, about. I mean, um, ought to be proud of all of that. And I also know you got a great story uh, from being a foster kid. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, that means a lot to me because of my son's tie to the Let It Be Us folks, but also just in general because fostering and adoption is something we need to be way better at here. Um, we got to have you back on when we have more time. But in the meantime, G, how do we find this information out? Uh, this is on the Sun Times website along with WGN Radio. Um, my video story is up right now, including the article. It'll be printed in the paper today. And Baker Miller is located at 4655 North Lincoln Avenue. They have a ton of pies from apple to pumpkin to pecan all sorts go by today and pick up a pie if you don't have one well done by you dave miller thank you happy thanksgiving and to you all right mark clearly you'd like us not to talk about your your nuptials so let me just say with all sincerity i love you i love having you on the show i wish you nothing but luck and nothing but happiness 
and uh, I hope it's a it's a tremendous day for uh, not just for Chelsea for both of you. Thanks, Steve. I really appreciate it, and uh, I. I I think that we milked the wedding for as much content as, as we could possibly Oh, I'm get. thankful for the material. Hey, there's always the honeymoon. <laughs> yeah, are you taking honeymoon? <laughs> we're taking a, a half moon. Let's go with a half moon. Like a, what? Two like we're, we're taking... We're going go, to halfway to Mexico? We're going to that. <laughs> we're, we're, going to, we're going to half moon resort. It's in the uh, Jamaica area. You're all welcome to come. Okay. It's, you got uh, a room number yet? People that, can come don't, by? Don't have a room number. There's 11 tennis courts, Steve. I, I plan on... Uh, Does Chelsea play tennis? Chelsea plays tennis. We're, on the, we're in a mixed doubles league, Steve. The one thing that a lot of the listeners seem to be concerned about is your stuffed animal collection. Yeah. Now, there were some thoughts that... Uh, and I can't remember who, but somebody texted in and said... Um, we knew Chelsea was right for you, and she suggested that the stuffed animals needed to get through the laundry before you took them on vacation. Ooh, somebody really said that. That's a good memory right there. Yes. Yeah. So um, your stuffed animal was a duck that you brought in. Arnold. Arnold the duck. Yeah. Very important family tie. And hers that you bought together as a couple? She's got Aku the turtle. We purchased that uh, in Mexico, Steve, because right. we, you know, we had gone swimming in Akumal, which is a wonderful place for turtles. I don't want to blow the surprise, but will they play any role in the wedding? You know, like how the kids might be the ring bearers and stuff? Will the stuffed animals be in the wedding anywhere? Right now, that hasn't been incorporated, but since you brought it up, Steve, I kind of think they belong at the head table. Yeah. Right there in front of everyone to see. The, the turtle and the duck. Um, the rabbi doing the service? Yeah. Could you balance one on each shoulder? Maybe, maybe that's a good idea. Yeah, it's not bad. Debbie would like that, I think. Uh, Texters all over the place say we wish uh, Carmen and uh, Chelsea all the best. Aww. You're working through Friday. I'll be here tonight at 10, and then I'll be here tomorrow morning for a little sports. And then we'll have Hampton OB, and then we'll do Friday morning, and then we're going to get married, Steve. It's going to be sweet. Gee, how would that play with you uh, if he was working that hard the week he's getting married? I would appreciate that you're trying to bring in the bacon because the wedding's expensive, but I would be really mad at you because I would want you to be available to calm my nerves and also be available at my beck and call to handle some last-minute situations and requests and issues that may come up. I'm only one call away, G. I'm right here. But you can't run, you can't leave the middle of a show no, but to be I there. Tremendous support, though, via the phone. I'm predicting that Mary Vandeveld would appreciate if you weren't around for uh, the preparation right. leading up to the wedding. Is that true, Mary? Mary Vandeveld? What do you, what do you mean? Oh, Because he's working the next two and a half days all the way up through Friday. Oh, that's good. Yeah. See? <laughs> Uh, see, no, so. I'm sure. Well, you don't want to be in the midst of all that hubbub, do you? Right. I mean, she's well, she's going to be getting her nails done, yeah. right? Sure. Yeah, that's got to be probably, I would assume today, don't you think, G? E- yes, like but two even, days then, prior? even then, I would want you on the ready. When I called, you better be there. Oh, I don't know. Here's the bar. This is how high you jump. Jen, you just got married. It's been three years now, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Relatively speaking, well, I mean, yeah, one here. it's 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 new, but I can't okay, believe WGN terms. You're still a newlywed. <laughs> that's that's very that's true. That's very true. Um, yeah. So, so I, can he work all week, or is that a bad idea? I'm I'm with Mark here. I have to say, I I feel like it's okay. Do your thing. Um, you know, if if it's not ready by now. It's not going to... Uh, you know that's, that's the a thing. Good, you can't really change things that's now. Really I mean, point. what's going to happen is going to happen. The salvo for the win. Yeah, I mean, just chill, relax. And besides, that's why you're marrying her, right? Because she's chill. Right. Super chill. So Now, the memorial service in New York is going to be wrapped up by 6 o'clock our time here. You want me to call in? Conference call? I would love it. the ceremony? I, I, anything you could contribute, Steve, we would take. <laughs> 
You know this. 847 Mazel Tov to uh, Carmen Chelsea. Wish you many, many years of uh, loving together. You going to do this, the chair dance thing? Oh, we're in. IMAX, that's uh, that's one of the last fights. Yeah, I think that should be Get that Hava Nagila going. Let's get it going early. Let's get the crowd into it. You know, you really should send some message to them, Steve. I should. Absolutely should. You know they're doing the Run DMC uh, Aerosmith version of of, uh, of Hava Nagila. You know that. Right? <laughs> it's one of my favorites. All right, nine twenty-five. Let's talk new schedule here for a second. Uh, beginning on Monday, this show will air from five to nine. John Williams will air from nine to noon, and a young woman named G Suki will air from noon to one on the Wintrust Business Lunch. And you're going to be great at that. Well, thank you so much. I'm looking forward to flexing some business muscles. Right, and, and having a show with your own name on it's really good. You don't have to be tied to me. I mean, who wants that? Well, thank you, but I've enjoyed it's been I've been enjoyed being <laughs> handcuffed with you. Right. No, you we've know? had a lot of fun. Yes. In a very short period of time. How long have you worked on this show? Since August 5th. You think of the great, the great legacy of long-term broadcasting success. Cronkite did 19 years as the head of CBS News. <laughs> Carson did almost 30 on The Tonight Show. They're saying your four months are right up there with that. Well, it's been brief but beautiful, and I just want to thank the entire team for welcoming me, and it's been incredible to be on this platform and be connected to the incredible listeners. So, I, I want to say that G and I filled in for you, Steve, on, on July 4th or 3rd, and I was like, this is a, a talented superstar right here. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I remember texting you. You're talking you. about you or her? Uh, I, clearly, I'm talking <laughs> well, about G. Mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. About no, himself. listen, uh, we, I've had nothing but fun. I love you. I want you to kill it. Thank you. And uh, and and the show business terms, kill it means do really well. I know. And uh, and and just have nothing but fun. Well, you got to be looking forward to not getting up. I am. That's really the only thing I'm looking forward to because um, I, you know, I'm going to miss you guys, and I so appreciate the hospitality and the kindness and the generosity of spirit and sharing the spotlight. I mean, you guys are a wonderful family. So, well, it's so nice grateful. to have you here. You made yeah. a big difference. Uh, well, I hope the listeners give me a chance, and uh, and hopefully with a little bit of time we can put. Uh, our own spin on it so and steve burchan will be in the newsroom absolutely he will be the news anchor during the hour okay and um uh, there's there's many changes that have gone on here and i've never met an audience more loyal than this audience i've also never met an audience that likes change less than this audience so i'll just say what i've said many times now and that is the people who bought this place next are they've got a right to do with it as they please it's their money um it may work out it may not in various ways Not, not talking about your show i mean in general this show everything else uh, but they have a right to do what they're going to do. For, I mean, certainly, they've also said the same thing. Contact them. If you have a comment, contact them, um, you know, through the website or whatever. But in the meantime, um, we wish Bill and Wendy the best, obviously. Absolutely. But I really don't want people hand Look, John Williams, John Williams didn't move Bill and Wendy. Uh, John Williams is going to come on and do the great job he's always been. And there's nobody that's more GM than John Williams. And Bill and Wendy would tell you the same thing. That's the thing about this business. It's it's glorious to have the opportunity. It's pretty rare, and we all live on the precipice of uh, of changing tides always. And uh, you know, we've all been through it. You've been through it more than others, <laughs> as you like to mention. And Nine. Joke. Nine Joke. times. But that's you because you are a stalwart. You are, you are, you know, you keep coming back. Is stalwart like pain in the ass? No. Oh. It just means you're sturdy and, you know, you're I a legend. Str- you're str- legend. I have strong feelings about what I do. Yeah, you're passionate. Yeah. And you have good suspenders. <laughs> I, you know, if I started wearing suspenders like Collins... <laughs> You guys would love oh, that, yeah. wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, you sure would. Not going to happen. That was Bob's move, and he deserves uh, to own it. 
Um, anyway, uh, nothing but luck. Yes, and I'm grateful to you, Steve, in well, particular you. to you for you. having me on your show. I'm grateful that you agreed to do the show. Um, all right. I miss you, G. Oh, I'm going to miss you, Mary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. And this may be my favorite uh, text of the morning. Oh, no, G, I'm going to miss your random thoughts. Who's going to take Steve down the rabbit hole? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can call in. <laughs> and have a safe trip today. I know you're going back to North Carolina to see your mom and get your mom and all that, but be careful on those roads. She's Thank driving you. 12 hours. I know. Now I'm sounding like a dad and you can be your mom. Well, I wasn't worried until everybody else started getting worried, and now I'm slightly yeah. worried. But the weather should be good and headed south. Uh, one last word. We also want to say uh, uh, congratulations on a great run here to Bennett Wake Knight, who's, who's going to go off and do his own thing somewhere in the money world, I'm hearing. Uh, but Bennett's going to be great. Um, you know, his grandfather's a radio legend. He will be the next radio legend in his family. I, if he chooses to be. Yeah, I, I believe think, it. I think Bennett's going to run the world. Yes. Yeah. Gee, you're awesome. Smart dude. I hope Bennett is, you know, around. You know, he can, he can always hire everybody, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know, yeah. especially with that voice. Yeah. I just hope he uses his powers for good and yes, not evil. not evil. <laughs> News coming up on 720 WGM. No break, but we do... Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to miss you, G. We're We're gonna gonna miss you only, you only told me that 10 minutes Joe. ago. Miss you, Vivian. Yeah, Vivian, any messages? Uh, that's Joe. By the way, that is as emotional as Joe has gotten since he started working <laughs> on this know, show right there. I am I'm, I'm misting up. I can't even so, speak properly. More than usual. Yeah. I always have to tell people when they come and they meet Super Joe. No, he's he's that's who he is. He's focused. He's very He's stoic. down. He's focused. <laughs> I just like having somebody on the show who people think is in a worse mood than I am. Uh, when they come in, they see Super Joe and go, what's he mad about? There's a lot of emotions <laughs> underneath that smooth surface. <laughs> All right. Now we're going to do the news. And by we, I mean her and her is Jen. And Jen's interesting. In a moment, our Blackhawks insider. And uh, you know, Troy Murray might learn a little from him. Troy will join us as well. Uh, helpful texture in 773. Mary sent us a picture from, it looks like Sheridan and uh, Hollywood where scaffolding's been blown down. And as I look out the window here, we got window washers 18 floors up. It seemed like a, today wouldn't be a day you'd do that. Are they seriously out there? Yeah. They've been there all morning. Like Somebody said the ropes were there earlier this week. Maybe uh, they're really but is there, no, is there nobody mean, on the on the platform? Have you they? physically seen a person? Because the ropes were dangling behind you guys. Well, that's not good either, though. No, you it don't isn't. want the, <laughs> the platform dangling around. Let me I take d- a look. Call d- for me. I did look earlier, Steve, and what you're doing right now, and you. I think you're about to find out that you really can't tell. <laughs> no, because you kind of need to be able to stick your head out the window in order to. But Steve is See below. Steve's given every bit of effort to try to ascertain the direction of the window washers. Well, and with the size of my head, trying to get close to the window is difficult. They're working. They better be getting paid a lot of money. Yeah, I would hope there wouldn't be window washers up today, but you know. I told you how windy it was. My yeah. husband put the bricks on the cover of the grill and the bl- bricks blew off. Uh, well, that's not good, is it? Uh, it's windy. Texters, uh, thank you for all those, including the text that says the reason Steve's been fired so many times is because he's old. No, I've been fired so many times because I am at times difficult. <laughs> no, never. I was fired at uh, age 24 for the first time. I was 35 when I got fired for the fifth time. And the ninth time was in 2010 from here, and I'm back. So That is is a career right there, Steve. That's show business. That, if you, well, if you survive a long time in show business, of course you've been fired. It's resilient. Well, and the fact that you're back shows that you should never burn those bridges because then you can come back. <laughs> right. I burned so many bridges Amen. that I can't believe they were rebuilt. 
Uh, Jerry Most will join us in a second. He's our Hawks uh, insider in the PPG group Paints Green Room. And Troy Murray is hoping to learn something from him. Troy is sponsored by Chevy Drive Chicago. Dot com. We'll get to Jerry in just a second. First, young Troy Murray. Good morning, Troy. Good morning. How are you, buddy? Difficult. Too difficult? <laughs> <laughs> no difficult, <way>. confident, <laughs> egomaniac. You know, pick one. Uh, All of those. All of the above. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Eating. Yes. Anything more specific than that? <laughs> well, well, actually, because I've never really been home for Thanksgiving, I'm not sure what we do. That's a very good point, and Troy's not exaggerating about this. Troy, a lifetime professional athlete and and broadcaster, uh, just give me one anecdote of where you leave the house, you tell your wife you're coming home in five days, and she really doesn't know you're gone. (laughs) But but that's kind of the truth. Um, That's what I mean. Well, one day I was on the way to the airport, and uh, my wife called me and asked me what I wanted for dinner because she was at the grocery store. And I said, well, um, I'm on my way out of town. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I guess I don't have to get anything. <laughs> That's the secret to a long-term marriage. Don't know where the other person is most of the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just one of the tips. Uh, our own Mark Carmen, who you know. You know. It, it, but it, it's, it's hard to, to, you know, juggle all the things that are going on, you know, with the kids and everything. Sure. And it's just like, she's because, doing the, she's uh, doing the work. She, she does all her, you know, she does all the work, and I just pop in occasionally. You're out there having fun. Uh, Mark Carmen's here. You know Mark well. He's getting married I on do. Saturday. I, I, I heard that. Congratulations. Good to you, Mark. Thank you, Troy. I appreciate it. I, I would uh, like to know your thoughts on if you were Jeremy Collins at Fresno Blackhawks question, how would you handle the goaltending situation right now? Well, you kind of jumped right in, didn't you? I went, well, get, I, you, you, oh, you, you just teed it up. set it up for a broadcast how's, tease here. Well, I, I, how's, I, the wa- how's the water? Is it good, or do I have to jump right in on this? <laughs> no. No, you're going to come back. Say hi to our friend Jerry Most. Uh, but first, let me give you a little intro. Jerry, how old are you? Eight years old. And you go to school where? The Highlands Elementary. Eight years old is third grade? Second grade. Second grade. Um, you want to, uh, Highlands, Highlands Elementary is right out by me, Jeremy. Oh, I didn't is it Jerry or Jeremy? Jerry. Uh, Jerry. Jerry, J-E-R-Y. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm out in LaGrange, so yeah, I'm well, close to you. N- not far at all. And uh, <laughs> uh, Jerry, what's your favorite thing about school? A math. And wow. because you can do things like count goals? Because you love mm-hmm. hockey. I have never met any kid who loves hockey like you do. You love hockey, right? Yep. And uh, you love the Blackhawks? Uh-huh. Who's your favorite player? Kane. Kane? Mm-hmm. Okay, who's your second favorite player? Taves. Who's your fifth favorite player? Murphy. What jersey? <laughs> I'm not kidding. Troy, he's got the whole team ranked. <laughs> what jersey are you wearing? Hosa. <laughs> he's got it down. And, uh, there's, no, there's no hesitation there. No. It's like Jerry's power rankings. Anyway, come back and you exactly. two, you two will both analyze where we are and where we're going with the Blackhawks in just a second. Troy Murray, sponsored by ChevyDriveChicago.com. More Troy Murray in just a second. Just a correction. Jerry turns eight on Saturday. He's seven right now. Happy birthday, Jerry. As I told you, Jerry, Happy you'll round birthday. up only for a little while. Then mm-hmm. you'll start rounding down. Mm-hmm. So your dad is 75. I don't know if you know that. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> More with Jerry and Troy in a second. Speaking of kids, um, you know, I've said this before. Your grandkids are probably great. What do I know? Uh, But mine are clearly better. And uh, Abigail, Grace, and uh, Isaac, yesterday afternoon, Maureen is watching uh, the two of them. And Isaac is taking a nap. And Abigail Grace is going to be four in a couple of weeks. And she doesn't listen uh, completely um, all the time because, you know, 
kids don't. So uh, Maureen left the room and said, I'm going to go down the hall. I'm going to check on Isaac. And uh, I'm going to use the bathroom. And then I'll be back. Okay, Grandma. So she goes down the hall. She uses the bathroom. And then she thinks, well, i got to check something in, in Abigail's room. She goes in Abigail's room. Abigail can't figure out where Grandma is. Runs down the hall. Keep in mind, I'm, here, I'm getting this from Abigail Gray. She tells me the story. So, Pops, I ran down the hall, and I went in, and I looked into the crib, and I said, Isaac, do you know where Grandma is? <laughs> Isaac is four months old. <laughs> so, so the coolest part of that story would have been if he answered. Hey, next door. I'm four months old. What do you want from me? Uh, but I love that. I love that because it's kid honesty. You know? Aw. That's all I'm saying. I think Isaac knew. it, just didn't want to say. So, and Troy, <clears throat> Troy and I are about the same age, and Troy is a dad. Have you seen these sleep suits little babies are wearing now? Oh, yeah. I want one. Do they make them in adult sizes? Right? <laughs> I mean, it's like a Michelin man blanket. It's it's crazy. Uh, Troy brought to you by Chevy Drive, Chicago.com, and Jerry's here as well. So, Mark, I know you have a couple things to do. I'm giving you the question right here. This is the tip of my tongue here, Troy. What do you do if you're Jeremy Carlton? You got you got Corey Crawford, who's playing well in his last six, and obviously an incredible pedigree. And you got Robin Leonard doing it. Do you continue to split time with the both of them, or do you kind of have to pick one? <laughs> it's, it's a great question, and I, and I think basically all season long, um, people are going to be asking that question, and there's always going to be hindsight um, for Jeremy. After the fact, if you look at maybe Robin Leonard's record against one team, Corey's record against one team, if somebody plays really hot, you're going back with the the other guy in that rotation. It's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out, but I I think Jeremy's done an excellent job so far. Both Robin and Corey have bought into um, rotating right now. Both goaltenders are playing great. Blackhawks team save percentage, which is something you would like to go down a little bit just because you're, you're... uh, asking your goaltenders to do a lot is in the top uh, three, I think, now. I think it's number three. Uh, went ahead of Dallas yesterday. So it's a great problem to have if you're Stan Bowman in the summertime and when you sign Robin Leonard, this is exactly what you would hope would happen. Both goaltenders playing great. And anytime you get Robin or Corey to start, you're getting quality chances uh, to win hockey games. So it's been working great so far. What they do down the road, I don't know if they make it into the playoffs. There's got to be one starter. Um, maybe time will tell this season which goaltender pulls away from the other one and then just play, and that makes the decision a little bit easier for Jeremy. But as it stands right now, this rotation has been working great. You're going to see Colorado Avalanche at the United Center Friday afternoon and Saturday night in Denver, so again, you'll you'll probably see a rotating uh, starting uh, goaltender in those two games, and you know you move on from there. The back-to-backs are great um, to have the luxury of two uh, tremendous goaltenders. Real quick, rule uh, clarification, Steve. You may know this. Can you switch out the goalie for the shootout? Because obviously, that's not yep. Robinson. You yep. can. Would you, you do can, that? Um, well, teams have done it in the past. There have been teams that have, have tried that. Um, I'm not sure on the numbers how, how it works. Well, the reason but we bring it up, uh, Troy, just uh, to interrupt, the reason we bring it up is because Leonard, as great as Leonard has been, he's awful in the shootout. He admits it. Right. He hates the shootout format, and it's in his head. Um, yeah, it kind of seems that way. I mean, all the answers that he was given the other day was <laughs> was he didn't didn't like what was going on in the shootout. He can't read what's going on. The, the player has all the options to speed it up, to slow it down, what he wants to do. And it's just a hard read for, for Robin. He's, he's very open. And I mean, if you listen to this guy, he's, he's a great interview. Yep. 
speaks his mind, and um, you know whether you whether you like it, whether you agree with it, it is what it is, and I, I think that it's great. It's nice to have that type of a personality that's so open uh, in professional sports and is willing to talk about you know what no works question. and what doesn't work for him. Jerry has but this. I think, fixed. I think there is. I think there is, Steve and Mark, a, a little bit of interest in the fact now that um, that possibility is there and, and robin certainly didn't close the door to no. saying that he would be against being pulled and have Corey put in but it's asking a lot of a goaltender who's been sitting there for about three hours and all of a sudden hey go in there and stop uh, the world's best players in the shootout <laughs> right 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 yeah we, have, we don't know how Corey feels about it jerry you have a solution to this what do we do we poke check more Poke check more. <laughs> Can we poke check on the shootout? Mm-hmm. So they get too close to me. Bang! Little, mm-hmm. jab, little jab. What do you think, Troy? Well, Jerry, I think that's a great idea. And Robin is actually looking for some uh, for some answers in how to be better in the shootout. So maybe I'll suggest that to him when I see him next game. How about that, Jerry? How about that's that, good. Jerry? He's dropping that on the goaltender. It's good. And don't tell him how old Jerry is, because I want to see the look on Leonard's face when Jerry comes in and works with him. Well, I'm, and by the time I talk to him, he'll be eight. Mark, <laughs> well, that Mark is will, different. Mark will be married, and Jerry will be eight. It's like a whole new man. All right, Mark, what's the deal? You have to leave? Yeah, i, I got to get married, Steve. Thank you so much for all your support, and, and you two, everybody else, including you, Troy, G, Jerry. David. David. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, buddy, we love you. Get out That's of here. Love you, Steve. See you guys. All, all right. right. Congratulations, Mark. Enjoy Thanks, the Troy. weekend. All right, so Troy, as we continue, Troy Murray brought to you by ChevyDriveChicago.com. Jerry Most, the two greatest hockey experts in America. Uh, Jerry, we're on a nice run here. I think it's uh, it, it's it, last night proved that again. How are you feeling overall about our Chicago Blackhawks? I'm feeling good about them. And what do you like best? I like how they're scoring goals. And who do you expect more production from? Taves. You want to see Taves score a little bit? Mm-hmm. Well, let's get uh, Troy in on this. Uh, do you see Taves doing things away from the puck that we don't see? Well, Taves is such a great all-around player that um, you know you kind of sometimes overlook um, how well he actually is playing when you look at his numbers, which are awesome last year. He had a career year last year, didn't he, Jerry? And, and this year, mm-hmm. expectations were high for you know all of those players to bring it. Dylan Strome, Kane, who had a career year, and Jonathan Caves. You know, the numbers don't indicate how valuable he is to this team. There's face-offs, there's defensive zone coverage, the head-to-head matchup against the other team's top centermen. Um, you know, Taves is just one of those well-rounded guys that, that has a lot more to his game than the offense. But that being said, Jerry, I agree with you. Um, it would be nice to have, you know, Jonathan start racking up some points and be consistent on the offensive side of it, take a little bit of pressure off Patrick Kane, who's been leading the way here. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Jerry, you know the goaltending is good. You talk about it all the time. But, Troy, I want you to check out some of Jerry's numbers. How many games have you been to? A bunch. Yeah, you don't even know the number, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and you were at the game last night? Yep. How many games have you been to this season? It's got to be five, six, seven, eight games, right? At least five. five. Five games. And how many souvenir pucks do you have? A bunch. Yeah, tons, right? Mm-hmm. So this how kid, do you get them, Jerry? I hold cards up. You, oh, you go down by the glass in the warm-up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's a good-looking kid, and he knows the game, and the players know he knows the game. A lot of guys are coming over for tips, Troy. I'm not telling you anything you don't know. Well, maybe, uh, you know, when when Robin's not taking a warm-up or something, when he comes over to the glass, tap on the glass and give him a few suggestions. Right? Come on. What's the so one thing... Poke check. What's the one thing with the Hawks you see you wish they would do better right now? Score goals. Score goals. 
He's consistent, too. He's a man of few words like coach, and he's consistent. Yes, G. If you were coach, what would you say? What kind of pep talk would you give them? Some advice. Mm-hmm, like, like, what would you say? To play more tough and not get any penalties. Don't get silly penalties. Mm-hmm. You don't like them in the penalty box. Mm-hmm. Now, Jerry. Play, play a hard-nosed game of hockey, but be disciplined, right, Jerry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I see something out there, Jerry, uh, and Troy may or may not agree with this. Shawzi's taking penalties he doesn't have to take. You yeah. agree or disagree? I, d- I agree. Oh, you do? So we need to talk to Shawzi. I want to make a list here. So you got to talk to Shaw. you got to talk to Leonard. I like rule of three. Who's the third player you'd give a good talking to? Coach. Coach. Oh, Coach. Uh, nice. <laughs> All right. And, and, and what, what would you say to uh, Jeremy Carlton? I would say he needs to throw... Um, the first line that he needs to throw Kane and Taves out there. You like that? Yeah, you put them out there together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've seen some success with that. Troy Jerry's not wrong. No, no. no. I mean, I, I think that at times you look at it and there's a little bit of a spark that needs to be uh, thrown at the team. And Jeremy puts Kane and Taves together. It's always kind of a combination um, that over the years since they've been here that they put those guys together and it seems to work. And, but then again, you, you know, you look at it and you say, well, do we want to have everybody? kind of front-loaded on one line, or we want to kind of spread it out and have Taves' line do one thing, and Kane and Strom and Debrinket and Kirby Doc, who played last night for uh, Dylan Strom, who uh, surprisingly um, was out with the uh, concussion protocol last right. night. Um, but, you know, to get back with Kane and Taves, you can always throw those guys together and you get some pretty good results, but it's nice to spread out the the wealth within the uh, the top couple lines for the Blackhawks as well sometimes. And Jerry, Alex Debrinkit is only six months older than you are. Is he going to get back to scoring soon? Yes, he will. <laughs> so, you feel good about it? Mm-hmm. All right. Hawks can make the playoffs, right? Yeah. yeah. Of course they are. What do you want for your birthday? Hockey cards. Just more hockey cards? Mm-hmm. Wow, you are easy. Wow. Are you going to yeah. have a wow. birthday party? Yes, I is am. Is it going to be hockey-themed? I don't know. Mm. If Colleton gets the guys fired up, can he come, or are you not inviting him? Mm-hmm. All right, you go back to him. That seems right. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye to your friend Troy. See you, Troy. Bye, Jerry. It's good talking to you. I Happy look... birthday on, on Saturday. Thanks. There you go, and I look forward to uh, look on Weidemann's face when uh, Troy brings Jerry up to the booth and makes it a three-man booth without telling him. <laughs> <laughs> Three men. Where's John going to be? <laughs> uh, happy Jerry, face. You, have you done play-by-play before? You do play-by-play at your house, I'll bet, when you're when you're uh, listening or watching the game. Sometimes. Yeah, but you're good. Uh, Troy, listen, uh, you know uh, you know, I love you, and, uh, and I couldn't be more thankful for all you do for us, but uh, thanks for being a pal, too, and you're a great friend, and I uh, hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Uh, have a great Thanksgiving to you as well, and uh, thank you very much. I always enjoy coming on the show, and uh, to everybody else out there, happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy the day. There you go. And Jerry, keep an eye on your dad. Okay. You're shifty. <laughs> um, I, I hope you're with people you love. And try to get along with them, by the mm-hmm. way. So do that uh, tomorrow for Thanksgiving and do it throughout the holiday season. We're back Monday at 5 a.m. Gee, good luck. Go get them. Thank you. See ya.